We did it. We're live. We survived um, another week. And uh, we've all returned for another Monday session of commas. Uh, minus, minus one, Drion. Unfortunately, whose schedule could not sustain uh, multiple D&D sessions per week, which I totally understand. I too have reached out to uh, multiple people and I realized in my uh, old age that all of my friends have lives. And, you know, it's a jarring realization you come to in your late 30s that, uh, you know, most of your friends are busy, uh, you know, doing something more important than D&D. And then here we are playing D&D. So uh, I appreciate all of you for uh, taking three hours of your, your life and spending it here in my little boundary session with me. So I appreciate you. But also, you know, not having a life is difficult. If it works for everybody, I can change my day around. <laughs> no, wait, no, no. Monday, Monday is, is the good day. day. I, I don't want to talk about adjusting schedules. That's not a part of this meeting. In fact, we're going to remove that from the, uh, the agenda because no. <laughs> But however, um, we will get a fourth, uh, and it will be fantastic. And I'm greatly looking forward to it. But in the meantime, let us begin uh, with a brief... Uh, I'm like, wh where are we? A brief a recollection of recent events. Uh, after um, Azrael was nigh cleaved in half by the skeletal minotaurs of Duke Talus, uh, and made a brief jaunt to the ethereal realm, uh, you all went back and decided to do uh, a little bit of favor for one of the houses that you've decided to ally yourself with. Um, and that, coincidentally... Uh, oh, sorry, my, I'm like... Hold on, my brain is... my bra I need like one second. Okay. I don't know why my brain is, like, fucky today, but anyway. Um, you were asked by specific vampires, namely Callista Vicatus, to go dispose of one of Duke Talus's experiments um, that he seemed to be doing in a nearby graveyard. And when you all arrived at the graveyard to discover what was there... You discovered some were-rats, who seemed to be up to no good. And after a brief discussion with them, um, and not killing them right away, uh, they eventually disclosed that they were working for Duke Talus in order to uh, facilitate the creation of these malevolent Borean shards that you all found. Siphoning off of uh, people's fear and uh, despair as they were buried alive in the cemetery. And at the northern end of the cemetery, you found a nightmare elemental that manifested as you uh, made yourself known. And after facing your own internal nightmares and destroying the nightmare elemental itself, you made your way back out of the graveyard and managed to uh, <clears throat> dig up one of the people underneath. 
Without knowing how long they were buried or what horrors they have been subjected to, uh, this person seemed extremely out of sorts. And, in addition, also seemed to covet this Borean shard that was siphoning her energy off as she was buried alive. Uh, and after a, a bit of a scuffle, uh, you managed to uh, leave, leave the woman to her own devices and exited the graveyard. Uh, <laughs> That's generous, leaving her to her own devices. <laughs> that is uh... extremely... I'm, I'm thinking of like a nice and extremely nice way of uh, saying that. This has all been... <clears throat> we abandoned her to die. <laughs> uh, you know, when I'm doing the DM recap, I take the neutral approach. Uh, but <laughs> by all means, inter interject with the reality of what actually happened. Um, <laughs> um, so, eventually... <laughs> There have been multiple vampiric houses that seem to have been uh, interested in gaining your employ. Uh, one, Callista Vicatus. Uh, two, potentially Duke Talus until his attempted assassination. And another one, the Umbralis, the cure. Oh, oh, no, don't, don't, don't do it, fat cat! Nope, don't jump on this table! Oh my god, hold on. Hey, you're 20 pounds, come here! Don't do it! Oh my god. Please, please, Lord. So I set up like like a bunch of stuff behind my monitors and whatnot. Uh, and of course, Cat has to think he's, he fits back there. And there is just like no humanly way possible without some sort of disaster happening. Ah! Okay. Okay, we're good. Jesus. He's just very large, my friends. Um, although you have... Thank you. Thank you. All right. Anyway. <clears throat> Uh, the various vampiric houses vying for your attention. The Vicatus, the Umbralis, uh, and potentially Duke Talus, but that seems to have gone out the window. Um, <laughs> the Umbralis clan um, have offered you... Uh, I want to say they have offered you a place in their house for a price. You will have a spectral companion that will accompany you and allow you to be ferried across the veil that separates both the physical and the spiritual realm. And this will give you access to uh, potential things that you haven't had access to before. But as you left the mountain and most of the malign Borean shards behind. Minus one, which was chucked over the side of the mountain. Uh, and I believe, Tugum, did you end up keeping one? No, Azrael took them all from me. <sighs> uh, Azrael did nothing of the sort. Sorry, sorry. Azrael told hold you on, on. you no, should on, put them on. On, the, on the altar, and you did. Let me... Let me rephrase. Tugum fucked around, and Tugum found out. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was some spell casting happening. Not by me, because I was fucking banging ones out. Well, you, you were. Um, there were a lot of ones that happened last session. I'm still a little scarred from that. Um, I hope you everybody's recovered. What are you scarred for? Oh, I'm not scarred. I just, you know, when you feel 
like bad enough for someone and like you're very you know empathetic you know you feel a little pity i think i felt a little pity there yeah <laughs> used to it uh so eventually you all allied yourself with house umbrellas the spirits of maginox and you're not quite sure how you got back home but you are indeed home Coslo's den is warm today and full of music and laughter and the sound of clinking glasses. Thankfully, not everyone has left Coslo's den, but you're not quite sure who is running the bar. Uh, Azriel, I do want to show you something before we uh, get started. You have a very cool spiritual weapon. Wow, there it is. Oh, dang. Ooh, we got graphical upgrades. Production value. Uh, so that is what you will be summoning. And um, when you do summon it, it will not have any of the animations. I do have to apply it, but it is very quick. So just remind me when you summon it and I will make it very pretty. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to hide it behind a wall where you can't see it. No, no. <laughs> I miss you already, Scythe Chan. Uh, also for Coslo. Um, not every, you know, because everybody gets a little something every session. Tugum, you know, gets the, uh, bagpipe music whenever we roll 20s. Uh, Kozlo, you get very cool companion. I made a separate companion tab since our, um, battle pets were getting a little out of hand. So now everybody's companions are in the companion folder. <laughs> um, Kozlo, here is your flamethrower and then your Force Ballista, and then your Protector. Now all of these oh. will individually have their own abilities. Now I want to, um, for Tugum and Kozlo, we added a new module so you don't have to open your character sheet every time you want to roll something. So I want everybody um, to just left click on their token, Make sure you have your token selected, and a little pop-up should show up in the top right, or top left-hand corner, or wherever the hell it is on your screen that says your name. And then it has like little buttons that says like magical items, inventory, spells, features, skills, and so on. Um, this will allow you to cast just from this uh, drop-down, as opposed to double-clicking on your token to open your character sheet and then find your ability, click on that, and then you know push it to the, the tabletop. Now you can just hover over something like a check, like one of your saves, and then you can click, I'm gonna force Kozlo to do a dexterity save. Wah! Very easy, don't even have to, oops, I had it on private. All right, let me show that. Reveal. Um, so now you don't have to do all that really annoying stuff. Also, you can consume Thanks. potions from there. Um, you can like, for example, Tugum, you can see all of your spells, um, what level they are, how many slots you have left, and your max charges for the day. You can also see your features um, and all your skills and saves. So it's going to make it way, way easier and a little bit faster in combat just to access your stuff. For Kozlo, this will also... Um, it sh uh, hold on, I say that very confidently, but we all know in game dev, uh, this should function the same way for your little mans. So if you click on your cannon, it should bring up the Force Ballista thing. Um, you can go to inventory and then you can click on force ballista to activate what it does. All that shit should populate. You can attack and then it'll like, it'll do its thing. 
So um, one thing I wanted to show off, especially for Flamethrower Chan, um, Flamethrower has Cone of Fire, which you can click on and use the ability. It'll automatically bring up your cone target, and then your cone is full of fire. So production values. So we've got some um, just overall visual upgrades uh, to the game, and then all of your um, all of your mins should work properly. Um, and if there's any weirdness, please let me know. But yeah, just some fun stuff um, we added in between sessions because I know um, handling the eldritch men can be a little annoying. This should make it way easier and way faster. Uh, Tugum, we're still gonna blast the bagpipes whenever you roll a twenty. Uh, and Azrael gets a cool spiritual weapon, so uh, that's all for the technical stuff before we get started. Uh, kick that, kick Drown to the curb, we can finally afford some upgrades. It's like a salary <laughs> cap around here. <laughs> all right. Kozlo's den awaits. It's like you awaken from a bit of a dream. The last thing you remember, you are on top of a cold mountain offering mysterious crystal shards to an unknown god. What are you doing? Did do you Take really have a ghost inside of you? Ooh, the ghost inside. Good reference, Christina. I said it again. Did we get paid for all them lanterns? Uh, you have not received any payment yet. Well, Whoa! Good thing we get shit for free in this place. This is what happens when Dreon's not here to demand payment for stuff. <laughs> po extends palm, points at palm, growls. So Kazo, at this point, not knowing what's going on and already being weirded out by the whole there's a ghost inside me thing, would just start shouting like, Beatrice! Beatrice! <laughs> I uh, pull up my pants, which are still down. Beatrice, what the hell's going uh, on? Uh, Beatrice is summoned from you and turns around to face you. Uh, Kozlo, what, what is it? How did we get here? Where's my money? We, we traveled back. We had light conversation the, the whole way. It was uh, rather nice. We spoke of bombs and things you don't remember can I uh, insight check yeah absolutely also my cat is leaning on my voice changer pedals <laughs> <laughs> if I suddenly become very deep voice oh there you go <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, shit. Yeah, Kozlo has a dark side tonight, apparently. Jesus. That's that's the ghost possession right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, Beatrice, uh, you you're, sound a little froggy today. Uh, Beatrice is certainly holding something back. She looks a little uncomfortable as she shuffles her feet from side to side, which is an odd gesture considering she's floating about 12 inches off the ground. I'm gonna, so Kazlo will, like, comically narrow his extremely giant eyeballs at her, like, full-on Uh There was a bit of, uh, uh, sp mm, spatial distortion. She smiles. She, uh, presses her fingertips together. Perhaps I should explain a little more carefully. Uh, when 
you traverse the ethereal. It is not necessarily something that is entirely done uh, on foot. The concept of distance becomes muddled. And in fact, on occasion, you can traverse great distances uh, while in the ethereal realm. She keeps tapping her fingertips together and looking at you. Does that sufficiently explain? No, but I'm, I'm bored of this now. Come on, hop in, let's go. Oh, but you also asked about getting paid, Coslo. Oh, yeah, 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 good point, good point, good she's point. She's like half like, like she's got her foot like on Coslo's foot, like she's creeping in to like avoid this conversation. Oh, gotta go. No, 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 no. Where's my money? Inside your head. Uh, <clears throat> perhaps you should speak with the manager. I am the manager. <laughs> Ghost better have my money. Uh, mm, oh dear, I, I'll talk to Lena. Yeah, uh, you do that. Otherwise, I swear to God, I'll throw the both of us off a bridge. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh dear, you should not. Oh, what the tragedy! Oh. The misery. Uh, Tugum, you've made your way back inside, and surprisingly, you see Cause behind the bar, polishing a glass and looking at you with a very even expression. Yeah, I grew bored of the ghost talking about how we got here, so I walked away to go drink. <clears throat> Uh, God, my, my cause, hold on, I'm gonna have to recall my, uh, my crikey old cause voice is, is vaguely fucking British. There we go. All right, continue. Is cause also possessed by a ghost? Apparently. <laughs> Oi! Hey. Oh, what's up, short stack? Haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute or two. Well, he taps the bar. Yeah, you're gonna pay up, right? Oh, oh, I don't pay you. The owner pays you. That's Coslo. Points to Coslo. He'll and, pay you. I'll have a beer. And I'm sure you've been out having a lot of adventures, eh? Yep, yeah, getting a lot of money, eh? Finding a bit of gold in your pockets, eh? Yeah, plenty. Coslo just got a bunch from a ghost. It was crazy. They were arguing about it in the hallway there. Well. <clears throat> In fact, you know what, Kazi? I want to apologize for the way I treated you last time, and I'm going to apologize by having Kozlo triple your uh, payday. Oh! Are you bluffing? <laughs> no. I, no, okay. Kaz uh, stops polishing his glass. Blimey. Tr triple? I'm a lot of things, Kazi. I am not a liar. Oh, well, well <clears throat> I can't argue with that. <clears throat> and For entertainment value, I'm going to say that that conversation took place before Kozlo gets here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. While you guys were talking, I made this uh, deal. <laughs> and Kaz greets you, Kozlo, with a wide grin, showing many sharp kobold teeth. Oi, Goslow! Hey! 
going? He hops up on the table. Hey, what are you? What the fuck are you doing? How are you, buddy? Not a bloody booze on ya. Kazi, you been drinking? No, I'm I'm just really excited to see you. Cause Did you uh, know there's harsh penalties for drinking on the job. Yep, yep, I'm I'm sober as of the day I was born. Hatched. Birthed. How sober is that? Cause like, bear in mind you're talking to a goblin here. He scratches his head. I was drunk as hell. Oh, you were drunk with your bone. Yeah. Fetal alcohol syndrome really ain't a thing for my species. The feel, feel what? Feet? Is that? Don't worry about it. Is that a? Is that a beer? Is that a? Is that a blood? (laughs) Someone's probably made a beer and called it that. Let me see if I've got that stock. That fetal. Fatal. Definitely sounds. Alcohol. Fatal. Have you got? Have you got any fentanyl alcohol? Well, fentanyl. That's a different thing. But <laughs> <laughs> definitely somebody has named their like microbrew like IPA this. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Like some stupid triple bastard IPA or something. <laughs> oh my! Oh, he goes on the bottom shelf. Well, I've got some of this, uh, mm. I've got some of this. He puts it on the, the table. Well, it's some sort of bloody alcohol, some sort of vampiric or so, sort of thing. Wait, that... there's blood in it? Well, it's got, it's got like a, like the flavor. Why do you think I would want that? We, we, we was talking about fatal alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Comes from feet, not from blood. Oh, I'm a bloody idiot. He takes the bottle. Feet. <laughs> God. Like Mike's hard hemoglobin. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Mike's hard hemoglobin. <laughs> That's going to be in stock. That's going to be in stock. Uh, oh, I've got this um, chicken feet uh, steep concoction. It's like a, it's like a, like oh, a, hell yeah. yeah, it's called the feet. It's like floating in it. Like, see, he holds up the bottle and uh, it's full of chicken feet that are suspended in a yellow liquid. Hell yeah, give me one of those. All right, cheers. He uh, passes you a shot and passes himself a shot. Uh, to, to raises. To, yeah, sure, to raises. To business. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure, yeah. And getting paid three times my normal salary. Thanks, Tugum. He, uh, clicks glasses together with you. <laughs> Kozlo clicks glasses. He takes a <laughs> shot. <laughs> ah, oh, mm, Let's go a little, mm, it's a little gamey. Kozlo will also take a shot, but then immediately, like, look at him and just be like... Uh, the, the overpowering smell of chicken stock and vodka assault your senses. Why is the drink salty? Ah, that hits this spot just like back home. Oh, God. I'm gonna get a beer so salty. We've been sitting with those feet in it for God knows how long. 
What do you think of the, the beer you just drank, guys? It, well, the, I, it, what did you think of it? Of the alcohol that you were just drinking? It, well, it was, uh, uh, vaguely, uh, chickeny, or I could sense the, uh, cinnamon notes. Uh, he, he thinks he's being, uh, uh, quizzed on his alcohol knowledge. What, what do you think about the alcohol you just drank in a context that I just said 30 seconds ago that there's severe repercussions for drinking on the job? He looks at his drink. He looks at you. Why? I don't know what you're talking about. This drink is a clearly empty. He sets the glass down. He looks at you. So, uh, what are these, uh, percussion, vapor of the cushions? All right, just for that. We're dropping your salary by half. Oh, I should have signed a contract. This fluctuates salaries. An emotional roller coaster. You're slashing his salary, and I and I just scream from the back of the bar. Don't worry, cause with the increase and then halves, you're still up. Cause or causes laying on the ground. Alright. He's prone. Alright, so this is awkward. I forgot how much I pay you. Oh, you paid him uh, 50 gold for the week, Coslo. He's already been paid up for the week. It's been like half a day. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Alright then. But, and then oh, my salary got tripled to 150 like and then off. slashed in half to uh, uh, half of 150 is uh, 75 and uh, I'm 75 is bigger than 50. I got raise! He, he does a little dance behind the bar. <laughs> All right, 15 gold race, yeah. Woohoo! Uh, yeah, sure, 15. <laughs> <That's not laughs> so, uh, anyways, welcome back, uh, boss. Hey, what can I get for you? You look a little bit, uh, um, con confuzzled, and you smell a little bit like, uh, chicken. Speaking How about the rest chicken. of that bottle of the chicken feet stuff, and then uh, we'll call it even. Alright, coming right up. You're gonna need to get more of this in stock, by the way. I don't even know who I caught it initially. Well, time to start working up to that raise you just got. Then bloody bring me back some chicken feet, and I'm sure I could make it. I've got some uh, knowledge in uh, distilling. Chicken feet, got it. Yeah, bring me some feet. Kazi, as long as you don't spit in it, right, buddy? Give him a little wink and a little point. Oh, I would never. I know you wouldn't. I guess to make some no spit. Yeah, would you like them? Aside from no spit, I got that part. Uh, how do you like them? 
Everyone let go move for easy. Not that way, then. Give him to me scrambled. Ugh. Bloody hell. Uh, he leaves through the back of the bar. I know you said that Kaz is supposed to have a British accent, but all I hear is like an exaggerated New Zealand like Kiwi accent. <laughs> it's, it is, it's going <laughs> like, a little I bit in like, Kiwi, yeah. I just feel like we're actually just in like, you know, like a Taika satire uh, show about like D&D adventurers. <laughs> it's a Commonwealth accent. It's uh, yeah, you know. It is what it is. It's a kobold accent, okay? Yeah, it's a kobold accent. It's, it's vaguely British and occasionally like. goes into New Zealand. It's like you guys have never heard a kobold talk before. Yeah, God, yeah, don't, don't be insensitive. I just feel, I just feel very, very much like this is just like a what we do in the shadows uh, of, but of <laughs> D&D right now, and I, I love it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what we fail to do in the shadows. Yeah, what you yes. didn't do in the I shadows. Treating this is more of a what we do in the shadows meets this is Spinal Tap. With a, yep. like, these mm -hmm. knobs go to 11. <laughs> Alrighty, while I wait, I'm gonna talk to this guy. Hey, buddy, you look how I feel. Like shit. <laughs> he narrows his eyes at you. That is unnecessarily rude. And you are unnecessarily ugly. But what's up? What's your deal? Why are you here? He looks at his drink. About the same reason anybody else is here. Getting a drink. Looks at you. Where is your drink? Uh, my bartender's probably spitting in it. Oh yeah, something about the eggs. He's Care definitely gonna. He's definitely gonna spit in those, you know. Oh, he did last time, hundred percent. Cause comes back out uh, with a as, large as Kaz, plate of as eggs. Cause opens the door. I whisper, ask him if he's spitting your drink and see how, see what he does. Slide uh, back over. Uh, make a persuasion check for me. Uh, is that under condition? No. Checks? No. Saves? No. Nope. Skills. Skills. Cause. Yeah. You need another drink. The the, the man looks between Tugum and uh, Cozy. I pull the beer to my lips and kind of give like the sideways eyes towards Kozlo and Azrael, like, oh shit, he's gonna do it! He's actually gonna do it! You ever spit in a drink? I have never, ever disgraced someone's drink of food with bodily fluids of any sort. I spit my drink on the bar through my nose in <laughs> laughter. <laughs> oh, that's a waste of good alcohol there, boss. He wipes it up. <laughs> Uh, it's a waste of good bodily fluids too. I don't. I don't think I quite understand the humor there. He passes you the eggs. There you go. Scrambled. Thanks, Thanks Kazi. Gives you a thumbs up. Yeah. Glad to have you back. Don't spit in this drink, though. He sighs. It's rude. It's rude. <sighs> it's rude to do that. You know that, right? Yes. 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 Unless they suck, in which case you have my personal permission as bar manager to spit in a drink. My eyes got wide. I turn back to this guy. Hey, man, do you suck? What? Huh? If you don't suck, you don't gotta worry about it. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I definitely, 
uh, do not suck. Can I... Can I do an investigation check to see if he sucks? Yeah, go ahead. Are we just going to intimidate all of the patrons at this <laughs> yeah. bar? And then you're going to be like, like, next day there's just nobody here. There's already less people here than when we first came in. Like, uh, consistently. <laughs> Kazo, you look uh, the, the man over. He appears to be um, some form of undead. His skin is gray and pallid and stretched over uh, his bones very tautly. His eyes replaced uh, with pits of blackness with only blue dots of light emitting from them. Uh, he appears to be, uh, at first glance, a, a competent warrior. His armor is not new and is worn, tattered in places, and has a few sword marks in the pauldrons. Uh, sorry, to answer your question, uh, he does not suck. Alright, yeah, you're good. Nothing to worry about. That's what I thought. He nods in satisfaction and takes a drink of his beer. So, uh... Kaz leans forward on the table. So what's what's the deal? You gonna let me in on, uh, your adventures? It will happen. Where'd you go? Thought you'd become. Wait, wait. One. He points at Tugum. Two. He points at Coslo. Three. Points at Azrael. You. Four. Pietras, go. <laughs> I choose you. Uh, she she floats out as I grab her from the. Uh... Bloop. Oh. Oh. Hello. What can I get for you? Oh, nothing for nothing for me. Oh, did you did you need something, Coslo? Yeah, I needed a fourth person. Oh, hello. Four. Oh, uh, hmm. He scratches, I, scratches his head. Out? Can I make mine pop out? Yeah, you can. I, uh, you you can uh, if you can ask their name. You actually don't know your Geistborn's name yet. Hey. uh... Hey, uh, fuckface ghost, you want to, uh, join us real quick? Um, I did. There you go, now we got five. Five? Eh? Oh, well, mm, I seem to recall, uh, there's a significant amount of air, there's, er, uh, hair. Hmm, perhaps, uh, Tugum, oh, did, you get a, about... did you get a haircut? No? No haircut. The ghosts look at each other. Uh, Christina, while they're cavorting with their ghosts uh, very overtly, <laughs> uh, <laughs> does this vampire over here look familiar? Uh, she does not. Um, she has been there uh, since the beginning. And she has not left that seat. Um, however, she appears to be a woman, vaguely blurry, um, sitting in that seat, observing the bar around her. Mm -hmm. Does she have any distinguishing marks that would indicate that she is from House Vicatus? Uh, you can make me a perception check if you like. I would love to. 
Uh, <clears throat> she appears to have no markings on her robes. However, she appears to be wearing a small silver necklace with a little crescent moon on it. Does that ring a bell to Azrael? You can make me a history check. Uh, while there have been uh, many families or even houses that uh, respect the moon in Maginox, uh the Hamakis being one, being uh, drow that have settled on the surface, uh, and the, well, the former House Lunesti, which uh, also had moon sages, which uh, were known to be, how, how to say this, Dream therapists, where one could go to ease their mental anguish. Uh, however, uh, the house Umbralis as well has taken up uh, moon sigils for their own. It could be one of the latter. It is too vague and simple to be uh, defining either one of the houses. But she definitely seems to be a vampire. Uh, you actually don't know. Oh, okay. Ask her a smile for you. Upon conclusion of Kaz uh, counting people, <laughs> Kozla will just motion for Beatrice to pack it back in. I actively tried to sneak away from my thing as it came out of me just because I think it's funny to watch it like chase me around. Huh? I don't know if it like chases me or like it has to follow me or. Where did he go? Hmm. To come. The, the ghost is looking for you. Haunting. Cosmo. Yeah, Perhaps we should go to. Well, the back area where there's a little less. Obvious. Kazlo is just the expression on his face is he's very oblivious to the fact that he just whipped a ghost out of nowhere. <laughs> and just like... uh, well, also to demand getting paid, of course. <laughs> oh right, 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 right. Yeah, we gotta have that whole conversation. Azrael takes one last look. See if anybody is like paying excessive attention to the Nimrods who just rolled in. <laughs> uh, make me a perception check. Uh, this woman in the corner is definitely watching you as your party disappears past the curtain. Azrael looks back, narrows their eyes. Uh, she stares daggers at the hatter. She seems to lower her gaze to her drink, which she lifts to her lips and takes a long sip. Nazareth goes to the other side. Uh, Tugum's ghost floats there, looking a little lost. Hmm. I think I lost him. Oh, he's he's right there. Nazareth <laughs> points. Oh. She floats up behind Tugum. Boo! Ah. 
reminds me, I drop, I drop my cards revealing my hand to the table and I get very pissed at my ghost. Thanks for ruining my hand. I was about to win. <laughs> she uh, hops back in. She laughs at I, you. I throw the cards on the table. Walk away from this group. I was playing cards with. <laughs> uh, Lena Umbrellas's wisp appears from uh, from the vague area of Azrael. Hello. Hello, Lena. There's somebody out in the bar. White robes, crescent moon necklace. Would she be one of yours? Oh, yes. I I believe I've seen her a couple times, keeping an eye on things in here. Uh, the the wisp sounds bemused. You can make me an insight check if you like. Insight check the wisp. You can, yeah. Insight check the wisp. Maybe it's bobbing suspiciously. Uh, you are uh, closer aligned with ghosts than Kozlo or Tugum, and are the only one who can make this check. Uh, something about Lena's aura shifts as she is not being entirely honest with you. Can I perceive that she like kind of shifts at all? Like... Uh, this is only for Azrael. The ghosts uh, that are possessing you currently will not give up their secrets uh, so easily. Azrael narrows their eyes. So is she one of yours or is she not? And the wisp uh, dims in light a little bit. Yes. Bear in mind, we have multiple people, multiple houses interested in this place now. She... She is. She is one of mine, tasked to not only keep an eye on things in this bar, but shepherd any wayward souls, perhaps into the care of Umbralis. Also, she has been giving me updates on your comings and goings before our formal introduction. You can speak Very with her well. if you like. Well, I believe Coslo actually would like to speak with you. Oh, and what about? Where's my friggin' money? No, oh, the wisp bounces in surprise. Oh, <laughs> oh, right. Money, she floats around. I almost forgot you are all... Very interested in the physical. Ah. Yeah, funny thing about being alive, how that happens. Forgive me, I did forget a little bit. She sighs. Just kidding. She bounces around. I have something even better than money. Oh my god, another poor person who can't pay us. They're gonna offer us a bar or something dumb again. Goslo is back to 100% fry face. <laughs> as uh, somebody who actually doesn't care almost at all about money Azrael's actually interested as somebody who also does not care about money but cares about the principle of if you're going to offer something offer it right like 
or pay up. Don't mm -hmm. fucking. I, I want my. I, I tell. I yell for my fart to come out of my body. Hey, fart, come out! <laughs> I lift my leg up like I'm farting. <laughs> uh, the ghost does not come out. Whoa, 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 whoa. The deal was. Oh, you God. leave when I want. <laughs> uh, the wisp begins to emanate a chaotic rainbow aura. Actually, I'm going to make that slightly smaller. Well, it's time for another little jaunt to the realm ethereal. Here we go! Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> no waiting! <laughs> uh, you appear to be on the stairs of Kozlo's Den. But something is strange. You look down and your bodies are see-through. Your fingers are sparkling, radiating light. In fact, you can see right through your hand as you look down, and you can see through your clothes. And floating in front of Azrael is her very visible and uh, wicked-looking spiritual weapon. It even approaches her as it senses uh, cr them crossing over into the ethereal realm. What do you all do? Kozlo immediately. <laughs> what the hell was in that chicken beer? <laughs> chicken oh, feet, obviously, right? Is this what chicken feet do? I don't know. I've never consumed chicken's feet. Wait, so you're seeing this too, right? Oh, yes. Doesn't this look a little familiar, Kozlo? Remember when I was remember when I was in two pieces? Oh yeah oh Jesus uh, the bar interior is well refreshingly similar. The color palette, however, a bit different. The the patrons, however, exceedingly different. The person behind the bar, no longer a kobold, uh, but a spectral Leonin. And you see, clear as day, Lena Umbrellas sitting at the bar. Looking around, you see other uh, spectral beings conversing, consuming. There's even an entertainer, a, a living shadow, here, that seems to be going over some papers, deciding what they are going to sing next. And in the bottom corner, the same woman that you saw previously, and perhaps the only one that you notice as you look around, that had both resided in the physical and the ethereal realm. She seems to be joined by a small spirit of some type. Otherwise, the, uh, the general atmosphere of this bar appears to be a little more laid-back, much more social. The bartender gives you a warm smile as you uh, approach, and Lena just turns and looks at you with a bit of a smile on her face. Can I get some chicken feet beer, please? Coming right up! 
Uh, the Leonin goes to the bar and begins uh, looking through the bottles. Yeah, what's whatever, you're, whatever you're doing is really resonating with the ghosts, it seems like. This place is hopping compared to the real world. Yep. <sighs> Everywhere, everyone knows about Kozlo's den. Well, well except in the real world, where there's like three people. Nope, everyone everywhere knows. <laughs> and I, I kind of turn. No, no, they know. They know not to go there. Everyone from miles around tries to come to Coslow's den. He's clearly just trying to convince himself at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lena is trying to stifle a laugh behind her hand, but uh, gestures around. This might seem familiar, does it not? Sometimes the things that are in the physical realm are mirrored in the ethereal. Lena, you know what would make this place more relatable to me? Is if you People had with a pulse? No, if you had Bofa. What is Bofa? Bofa these nuts, where the hell's my beer at? <gasps> she gasps. I can't believe I fell for that. I get used to it. She, yeah, that one was pretty obvious. She thumps her fist on the counter. Curse it, Bofa. Regardless, uh, the ethereal realm, unfortunately, does not span every single uh, corner of the physical. However... Does it span the corner where I don't have to wait for, for my beer? <laughs> she looks at the bartender who... Uh, Slides you over a chicken foot, uh, a chicken foot shot. Hey, uh, you spin this? He looks at you. No, sir. Do you want me to? No. Very well. Enjoy your drink. Can I run a, can I, can I run a perception check to see if he's lying to me? Of course. Uh, <clears throat> as he is a Leon in spirit, he is indeed a lion to you. Hey, Kozlo, does this like spit to you? Fucking savage. Oh, <laughs> fucking dab! Got him, both of these nuts! <laughs> ah, you will never fucking recover, man. You, you there's fucking... Ome wa mo shinderu! Anyway. Uh, he is a lion to you. No, he did not spit in your drink. Okay. Uh, you hey, don't think he has the capability job, to... S right? Well, okay, spirits uh, don't contain spit, so... Uh, it would be actually physically impossible for him to spit in your drink. Yeah. It is covered in, like, ectoplasm, though. Yeah, it is It is vaguely goopy. As as somebody mentions that to me, I, I don't care who says it, that he's a specter or whatever, I go, eh, I've seen weirder shit in this fucking world already. Fortunately, well for you, unfortunately for some, we also had taken residence here and built a nice little bar, she gestures. How fortuitous. She looks down at Coslo. Well, for being so new to Maginox and owning two businesses, you must be a famous goblin entrepreneur. She smirks at you. Kozlo, like, in the back of his mind, realizes that she's being patronizing, but he just has way too much ego for that to take more than, like, a tenth of a second of his mind, so he just goes, 
Yep, that's me! Friggin' great! She laughs. Of course, the allegiance to House Umbralis comes with various perks. Please, follow me. Is this where my money is? She laughs. And <laughs> bring your friend. All right, Asriel, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Tugum, please stop harassing the entertainment for um, five minutes. Tugum, there appears to be a shadow there um, holding some spectral pieces of paper. What do you do? Tugum. Tugum. Oh, sorry, Tugum. sorry, I want to go grab a drink real quick. Oh, it's okay. Uh, Tugum, you are in front of a shadowy entertainer who appears to be puzzling over their next song to play. Hey, buddy, you, uh, you need some help here? <laughs> the ghost responds with a ear-splitting mental shriek. It does not seem to speak in a language you can understand. Uh, it holds out the papers to you. I take the papers, I toss them on the floor. Don't need those. I pull out the bagpipes. You pull out your spectral bagpipes? Let me know if you know this one. Just, just cut in, cut in if you know it. And I start playing. Uh, it, the ghost appears to shake its head. Uh, Lena clears her throat politely. <clears throat> oh, you meant. Oh, you meant. Yeah, we're not really. Tilgum! Uh, uh, Tilgum, come on! <laughs> Your team in this bar sucks, guys. <laughs> the, the, the ghost kind of makes a little, like, sad sound. I don't know what you're talking about. He's clearly killing it. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, unlike the more dilapidated physical realm, the spiritual realm is very, very popular as we Did keep we it in Coslo? the... She called your shit dilapidated. <laughs> Tip-top shape. Our dealers are, well, spectral hands. And experts at the craft. The ghost hand floats over to the cards and passes it to the assembled. Uh, they appear to be playing blackjack. Wait, where's the rest of them? Yo, come in a hand. Come in a hand, real quick. One hand, one hand, one time. Lena tilts her head at you. Well, if one can do the job of one, and she gestures at the other hand, well, why not use both? She she points. It's very so is there efficient. a ghost somewhere that just is missing two hands? She shakes her head. Not all spirits come back intact. Not fully. Yeah, Duke, what's his face? Cut some up. We got that part. Azriel's dog's in there somewhere. Hmm. Oh, puppy. That's we must unfortunate. Oh, wait, not this way. <laughs> Lena laughs. 
this way. What, what's back there? Oh, uh, you can go back there. That's still a, a, a room for the owners. Well, that's us, right? By all means. She wants to show us something, and I think it might be the gold she owes us. Yeah, buddy, I don't think we're getting gold in here. Pardon me, ladies. Are you enjoying your day? Oh, yes, we're having a great time. Yes! She uh, produces a key and Sorry. opens this door. Why are you pointing at me, Tugum? I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I was going to say, uh, can I see if these ghosts are lying about having a good time? Uh, you can. Uh, perception? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's hard to tell, um, just because they're all concentrating on their cards and not looking at you. Alright, I give them the narrow eye look and keep walking. Uh, she hands the ring of keys to Kozlo and points at this door. Oops, sorry, it is locked. Kozlo, like, reaches out with his spectral hand and, like, very slowly and tentatively grabs the keys, not fully expecting them to actually be something he can grab a hold of. Uh, you, you feel the presence of Beatrice with you, and while it is your hand that you can see grabbing it, it is her hand in your hand that grabs it. And as you curl her fingers, she does the same, trying to mimic your, your actions. This is freaky! It takes a little bit of getting used to, and I apologize if it is unnerving. I have specifically told the, uh, the Geistborn to be a minimal presence. No, no, screw that! If I'm gonna have a roommate, we gotta party it up! She smiles. I hope you both will get along. And if you don't, we can find a sufficient replacement. I tried no, to pick... We're getting, we're getting along great so far! I tried to pick compatible spirits. She looks at Asriel. Asriel looks back. <laughs> she smiles. All a thirteen bit. sets of eyes. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. There's a lot going on there. Well, go on, Coslo. Open your door. So, does Asriel just like in the spirit realm? I should have asked this before. Does Asriel just look like some kind of crazy multiple ghost Hydra thing? Uh, Azrael, you can describe yourself in the spiritual realm, but um, consider that um, the ghosts, what they are doing is possessing Kozlo and Tugum's body, and they are allowing their transference to the uh, ethereal realm. Azrael, you have these spirits inside you uh, innately, and while they didn't really understand how to go back and forth between the ethereal realm, uh, they seem to be getting the hang of it, depending on which ones have a, hmm, the personality, to, sorry, the personality to grasp it. Can, and my boys are apparently having a, a battle in my room. Hey! <laughs> sorry, I had to break them up. The boys are wrestling for mom's attention. Stop that. <clears throat> Stop it. Um, so the ghosts, if you wish, can manifest as different. Uh, colors or spirits. Kozlo and Tugum remain kind of the same color palette, but yours can pop up, crop up, uh, change. You can manifest a personality even more strongly here. Uh, you, Azrael, have 
full control of your spirits in this realm. So what you probably see, Coslo, because I've thought about this for about all of 30 seconds now, (laughs) uh, you probably, like, periodically as you go through, like, hallways or past doors, you see, like, movement out of the corner of your eye and you look to see if, like, there's nobody there. But if you look at Azrael, you see their shadow. Like, Azrael just looks like Azrael, but you see their shadow is just, like, a bunch of shadows just walking along the floor and along the hallways behind them. Kazla would care periodically, like, they'll move separate from what Azrael does. Kazla would take all of, like, maybe 15 seconds to, like, look at Azrael, look at the shadow, look at Azrael, look at the shadow, and just kind of go, (laughs) me! <laughs> and also, Azrael's probably entirely oblivious to it. <laughs> Lena pats Coslo on the head. Coslo Go. makes a happy goblin puppy dog face. <laughs> you work very hard. You deserve this. <laughs> He's already forgotten about the keys. Of the door. <laughs> You have the key. You're just holding the keys in your hand. Lena just kind of stares at you. One of the shadows, oh, right, like, right. peels off the floor, like, Open the damn door, Coslo! Oh, Jesus! <laughs> oh, God! All right, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> You unlock the door with the spectral key. Another key, please. Key, please. A massive vault door lies before you. In the vault door, there are two separate holes for two separate keys to be turned at the same time. It is set up in such a way where a single person cannot do it by themselves. However, if you have other tricks, you could potentially do it by yourself. I look at Lena. Why why do spectral people need a vault? This is a whole different plane of existence. Yes, and this plane of existence has different rules. She places her hand against the wall. As it is spiritual, we have to obey the laws of this realm. She gestures to you. You can try and walk through the wall if you like. Do it! Do it. Do it, please! Alright, if I don't walk through this wall, I want my fucking fart out of me. (laughs) Otherwise, what good is it? You you bump up against the wall. <laughs> Lena smiles. Tugum, you seem a little dense. Ooh. <laughs> well, go on. You all seem to be looking at me expect expectantly, but I'm. Most, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on. not going to the open your Christmas was, presents for you. We had deal for payment. You said, I have something better than payment. You took us here. Uh, this isn't now. We work harder for our payment that we've already earned. This is you open the safe or, the yeah, yeah. or whatever and you pay us. <sighs> mm-hmm. All right, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Tugum, open Fart. the door. How am I supposed to open the door? Kazo's like attempting to reach both keyholes at the same time. Your tiny arms cannot reach the two keyholes. I figured. He's trying anyway. <laughs> He's just like spread eagle trying to reach the both keyholes. Eh, eh. 
Stand on one of your rockets. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Puts a bomb on the floor and stands on it. Oh, God. Uh, it is a horizontal uh, issue and not necessarily a vertical one. Uh, one of the locks on this side and the other one. He's just standing vertically like, hmm. And it didn't help. <laughs> the, one of the shadows peels off the floor again and just holds its hand out to you, Coslo. Tapping his hand, foot. Hand one of the keys over. Just at random. He doesn't know what key. Sure. Okay. You hand it a key and tries it in the other lock. All right. You both turn the key at the same time. Yes. Okay. And the door unlocks. You hold on to that one, Israel. Oh, okay. Um, Alexi, hold on to that, please. Uh, Lena steps inside with you. <clears throat> As you look around, you appear to be in a vault. And in the corner, a pile of gold coins. I know you all have dark vision, but unfortunately, there's no light in here. So everything is gray. You see a pile of coins that you would assume would glint in the sun. A pile of fine linens and furs. There seems to be an ornate casket here as well. Multiple chests are also sitting in each of the corners. And to the south, three large gems in a, <clears throat> in a glass case. There are many valuables in this room. And Lena just folds her hands across uh, her front as she watches you all look around the riches like children on Christmas. Kuzzle's just pinging around the room looking at one thing and then the other and has no idea what he wants to try to grab first. Speechless, are can I, we? Can I, can I open this thing? Is this open? <clears throat> Unlocked? I, if, uh, you do not have the keys. Kozlo does. Kozlo, uh, open this thing up. I want what's inside. I mean, this is our stuff, right? We can just leave it here. I mean, it, what, this what is, is where we would put it. Inside. Come open it up, key boy. Okay, okay, okay. I'll attempt to unlock the chest. Okay, the uh, chest unlocks easily with your spectral key. <clears throat> and inside, you see uh, various weapons and armor piled high. One. Yeah, Kazal's just going to run around opening all the chests now and looking in them. Uh, this chest appears to have more gold, scrolls, and valuables. And in this one... Uh, what appear to be keepsakes or perhaps <clears throat> historical artifacts. Kozlo closes that chest and relocks it. <laughs> <laughs> I peer over right as he closes it. Yeah, that shit's haunted for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Azrael wants that chest and he can add to his collection. Uh, in this last one, bars of mysterious metal. So what, what, what's, what's the deal here? What's going on with all this? What do you mean, what's going on? She smiles. I feel like there's about to be a catch. She shakes her head. No catch. 
I did say that how some Rallis would reward those who are loyal. Did I not? Yeah. How do we get this back to our realm and not in the spirit realm? She smiles. <clears throat> well, as you do things for House Umbrellas, the treasure trove will open itself to you. She uh, gestures to the gems at the south of the room as an offer of my thanks. I have prepared a special gift for you. Uh, shoot, hold on a second. I need to give my token vision because apparently I can't see anything. Uh, 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 my starter Pokemon is Squirtle, which I believe is this one. Squirtle! <laughs> yes, you all must choose now. Squirtle, Charizard, or Charmander, or Pikachu. Sorry, Bulbasaur. There is no Bulbasaur here. No, there are no Bulbasaurs in the spiritual realm. That's actually really good because Bulbasaur is the worst Pokemon. He is the worst. Just get Starter Pokemon. Starter Pokemon. Yes, Pikachu. I choose you. Ezreal is definitely snooping in this casket if they're <laughs> able to open it. Uh, the casket appears to be a very ornate vampiric casket. Uh, inside appears to be the finest of velvets inlaid with pearls, diamonds, and other gaudy baubles. It is very fluffy and looks extremely comfortable. Hmm. But am not a vampire. So probably not that comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> these are rocks and vampire clothes. These particular gems are something called resonant gems. You see, ah. Uh, People and entities in Arctis have a certain magical resonance to them as their soul sings to the environment. When you find gems that are resonant to you, you can make use of their magic in various ways. She gestures. As my spirits have detected your <clears throat> unique resonance, I have managed to procure gems for you, one for each of you, that will grant you various magical abilities. I turn around. What about Myra's resonance? She, uh, sorry, what did she say? What about Myra's resonance? Myra? Yeah, Myra nuts. <laughs> got him. <sighs> I do need to stop falling for that. It, he really does telegraph it. Hmm. Just assume if it doesn't make any sense, that's what he's doing. <laughs> Noted. Go on. Uh, she points. The complicated, multifaceted one is for Asriel. Boo, I like that one the best. The smooth, shimmering one is for Tugum. <laughs> Matches his brain! <laughs> <laughs> and the multifaceted, sharp one to Coslo. Sick! I'm gonna cut himself on that one for sure. I'm gonna cut myself on this one for sure! <laughs> <laughs> as you. Oop, as Lena shuts the door. 
Now uh, you all die. Now yeah. you all die. Your souls are mine. Uh, as you all come to greater understand the nature of your souls and how it resonates with Arctis, its secrets will open up to you. In the meantime, uh, over the table, uh, resonant gems will allow you to do various things like enchanting and making your weapons more powerful. If you find weapons that have a, a bonus, a, a special metal, or um, an, a magical effect that you like, you can use resonant gems to uh, combine that effect to an existing piece of gear for, uh, for a price. So um, there are certain categories that you can uh, upgrade your weapons and armor to. Your armor starts as like a base item, let's just say uh, leather armor. Uh, if you find silver, let's just say, okay, so sorry, it's plate mail. And say you find silver uh, out in the boonies, you can use a resonant gem and combine the two and then you have silver plate armor. Or if you have a plus one weapon, and you take your resonant gem, you break down your weapon, you can transfer that plus one um, to an existing plus one and give it a pl to a plus two. Um, otherwise, things with like uh, various effects like um, crossbows of warning, things that have like of suffixes, can also be passed. So if you want your uh, main weapon to be a... Uh, uh, like if Kozlo uses a staff, I don't, I don't know what Kozlo is using right now, but if he wanted to um, say he found a magical item out in the boondockies and it's a crossbow, he can't use crossbows and he wants to transfer the of warning to his dagger, uh, he can do that with a resonant gem. So it would be a dagger of warning and then the crossbow would be destroyed in the process. So um, it allows for a little bit of like customization and since a lot of the stuff that you find is randomized, you can either, um, you know, you can either sell it or you can, can combine it and make cool custom items for you as you adventure. Neat. We have a morning start. I don't think nobody can use this plus one. That is absolutely correct. So if you wanted to, you could break that down and transfer that to a weapon and <clears throat> potentially make it uh, a plus two weapon. However, you'll probably have to uh, dig a little bit and say if you have not found the uh, ideal thing or material or whatnot, um, you, you can hold on to this. You don't have to use it right now. Is it destroyed in the process, the resonant gem, then? It is. So they're, they're a one-time use, and usually um, the resonant gems, uh, to transfer things like enchantments, will either take um, a resonant gem and then a Borean shard of the like elemental alignment that makes sense to the thing you're doing. So, like, say, Kozlo gets a staff of thunder and lightning. He has a resonant gem, he wants to transfer it over. Um, yeah, it's probably going to take a couple lightning Borean shards, a resonant gem... And then he transfers it over. Knew we shouldn't have uh, tossed all those shards on an altar. <laughs> Alright, uh, Kozlo will pick up his gem and put it in his ghost pocket. Alright. There is a... Still don't know how we're supposed to bring this stuff back to like our world. Uh, there is a kind of a hum as you touch the gem, and you immediately recognize it as uh, resonant. You You hear kind of a Almost like a chorus in your head, a, a thrumming noise, like a, a tuning fork. Uh, Tugum, what do you do with your gem? 
grab it. <clears throat> I kind of look at it. And I kind of like look at the other guys. I look at theirs. I look at my fucking smooth one. <laughs> I'm like... Fucking Bulbasaur sticking in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Lena just watches as you all take the gems cautiously. Go on, don't be shy. You shut up back there. She you can be nice. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, sorry, you're, um, you're, uh, your ghostiness. She folds her arms across her chest. Don't be ungrateful. Well, thank you, um, Lena. I, this is, it feels very buzzy. Yes, the, the resonance, at least for you, might take a little more time as it has to dodge about 16 other personalities lodged in there. <clears throat> Twelve, but who's counting? She shakes her head. Forgive me. Uh, may these resonant gems bring you great strength in your trials to come. Now, would you like to discuss next steps? I want to line my pockets with as much as I can in this room. Uh, as you try to scoop up the gold, your hands... Pass through it. I look over at Coslo. See, what good is all this stuff? We can't even bring it back with us. Why, why would we need to? We got it here. This place is so much better already. And it will be safe here. And also, we will yeah. use it to pay the people that work here. We will make sure your second den is in tip-top shape. But oh, it will... so when I'm alive, I'm poor, <laughs> but then I get everything I need when I'm dead. She nods. I, uh, ah, you just exactly. get free food and everything here anyway. Uh, we don't go on adventures in the spirit realm. Lena, actually, Lena holds up a hand. Actually. I've <clears throat> <laughs> done that like three times already. She uh, kind of gestures around the room and does a little spin. Well, do you not like it? You know what? Wait it. Uh, your your umbrella just just your um your excellency. Like Kozlo's tone and demeanor has clearly changed in that he's now trying to be like <laughs> massively respectful towards her, but has no idea how to do it. Oh, oh, oh dear. No, no, Coslo. No, no vampiric formalities, please. Just perhaps a little understanding. She leans down. I do wish to work with you. You know. Yeah, there's just a little miscommunication, I think, is all that happened. When you said you weren't going to give us gold, I assumed that mean you weren't going to give us gold, but then you did, so it's all good. She, very, very, uh, but it's perfect. It's perfect. She, she claps her hands. Wonderful. <clears throat> I'm glad you're satisfied. It is, uh, becoming more and more rare to find able-bodied people willing to ally themselves with a house. It does bring certain dangers to you, but also great reward. 
You really Shooting. must be scraping the bottom of the barrel to take on us. She's real. Kassel, like, nudges them a little bit. <laughs> Come on, we're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if you say so, Kozlo. Just don't screw it up, okay? Mortal lifetimes are terribly short. We try to take advantage of them when, whenever possible. When opportunity arises, you strike. You could have ended that sentence I'd take advantage of. She... she frowns. After all that, Tugum, you're still on edge. Unsure Always. of your next steps? Now I got this fart in me. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> edges up towards Lita and goes... You get... Like, just whispers, trying to be quiet so that Tugum doesn't hear. <laughs> you ever get too tired of him and want to just, you know, obliterate him or something? <laughs> I don't think either the rest of us are going to mind. <laughs> well, maybe you could try that whole jumping off the cliff thing. And... She rubs her hand on her face. What am I saying? Next order of business. She... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> business, business. Puts her hands on her hips. Business time. Here we go. Uh, also, if you need to rest, of course, please do. However, I do have something I need from you uh, that requires, I wouldn't say immediate attention, but soon attention. Would you like to rest first? Or would you like to discuss your next steps? Well, I certainly need to rest because I spent most of my magical abilities reigning Tugamin previously. <laughs> mm, understandable. I could see how that could be arcanically taxing. Yeah, I get it. I'm the uh, most important guy in uh, this area. It's gotta take me on. <laughs> You're definitely the most uh, requiring of attention. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, short stack. <clears throat> uh, yes, perhaps I, sh I will leave you to take a rest, to soothe I... your mortals' souls. What is it, Coslo? I'm monologuing. I'm so sorry, sorry, I was just going to make a small <laughs> request. Yes, really go. small one. Yes, what is it? Can I get, like, a rod? She lifts her eyebrows. A rod? Yeah, like, just a nice... <clears throat> doesn't have to be too long. Doesn't have to be too, you know, girthy. I just need a nice hard rod. Not girthy. How how long do you need it? Yeah, you know, about... Uh... He holds his hands up, and it's like mm. about six inches. Oh, hmm. Yes, I think I could handle a rod about that size here. Let, let me see. She opens the chest. As, as, as Kozlo says that, when he walks away, give Kozlo the fucking like, hard like shoulder nudge, like to almost kind of knock him off balance. If you want to rob with six inches, buddy, you should have just asked. <laughs> Listen, six inches is really impressive for a goblin. <laughs> uh, Lena comes back uh, out of the weapons chest. Here. Oh, shit, there was one just in there. My bad. No, it's actually quite all right. And here, she hands it to you. This is a magical rod. Consider it oh. if you... You're cute, and I like you, and you ask nicely. She pats you on the head. He does the goblin puppy face again. 
Uh, you, I'm going to add to your inventory a uh, rod plus one. Uh, rod plus one. Rod. Rod plus one. I'm just going there. Rod. Rod has been added to your inventory. It will be a magical rod. Uh, it is on the bottom of your loot area. Boop. Sweet. Uh, Lena, would it be wise for us to discuss business before we rest, though? Um, for those of us who might need to prepare more appropriately? Ah, you bring up a good point. She flops down on some of the uh, linens and furs here. Well, make yourself comfortable. Wait, can like, I? I get abnormally close to Lena in the pile of furs, but in a very, like, uh, standoffish manner. Not in a. Not in a, like, uh. Not a weird way. Not in the boat to share the spit. Okay, gotcha. She, she like makes the... room for you and gives you some of the fluffier furs to sit on. The clay okay. penguin will now I am not doing it. Meme. <laughs> uh, is Azrael settling on top of the tomb? Uh, no, Azrael pops open the casket and just hops inside. Oh, sits Ex up. Extra comfy in there. <clears throat> As you all are aware, uh, Duke Talos has been a thorn in many houses' sides, ours included. One of his. Ours as well. Yeah, she frowns. In order to uh, help destabilize some of his power that he has over uh, his experiments, we need to go after the root of his alchemy. <clears throat> Duke Talus uh, tends to enjoy employing various beastmen in uh, his odd tasks, giving them gold and whatnot in exchange for... Mm, dark and twisted desires, some uh, that you have encountered in this graveyard. Now, also being an alchemist, <clears throat> this must mean he sources his ingredients from somewhere. We have discovered that Duke Talus has been sourcing his ingredients from a, a local clan of kobolds who seem to be cultivating odd things in their cave systems. She, uh, Cozy, <clears throat> got it. I knew that bartender was too good, Kozlo. Unfortunately, as I am aware, your bartender is a kobold. I do not know if he's actually a part of this particular kobold tribe. I but know I... he probably is. <clears throat> he spits in food. Continue. <clears throat> Could you oh. stop interrupting it? <laughs> sharing information about kobolds that I have. What we'd like for you to do is go in and infiltrate this kobold area, destroy and burn any sort of alchemical appliance or herb you may find. And if you find any in anything interesting, you can bring it back to me. But this way, we should hold off on some of the more... Uh, Interesting ways Duke Talus sources his talent, namely via kidnapping, poisons, and other concoctions that would make people go unconscious. 
Duke Talus has been kidnapping people from Maginox, unwilling people, not and subjecting them to vile experiments. Oh, we met one after we unburied her. Lena looks concerned. I think we also offered her a job, actually, right, Coslo? Yeah, she turned it down, though. She just kind of stuck up for an almost dead chick. Unfortunately, the flesh has its limits. She looks sad. We want to put a stop to things like this. And such, we will start by keeping the residents of Maginox safe. And once you burn anything that these kobolds are sourcing, hopefully it will slow down Duke Talus's creation of poisons. We did meet some of these beastmen that you mentioned in the graveyard. The, the rats. She looks at you. How was their temperament? What did they think of Duke Talus? Rat dude was pretty cool. I actually miss Rat dude. Only one who kept it real around here. Actually, yes, they were quite cool. Um, they are survivors first and foremost. I'm not surprised they wouldn't want to pick a fight. They they didn't seem thrilled to be in his employ, and even agreed <clears throat> to lure him into an ambush um, a few days from now at the graveyard. Lena smiles. Now, do you guys that... allow rats into this room? Now, that is interesting. However, I'm uncertain of how well these rats are going to convince Duke Talus to do anything now that he knows he's in danger. I will keep it in mind. And having the rats, uh, the the were-rats of the graveyard as potential allies is an interesting thought. But do note, these were-rats... They are carriers of disease and can even turn you with a bite. So be warned. And I can't believe we trusted that guy. What a rat. Yes, what a literal rat. I get it now. They they don't want to fight. That guy is the only one who's kept up his end of the bargain so far. Well, I would say second to us. The rats have the keenest hearing and the deepest secrets of Maginox. Oh, so we got it. Okay, I can work with that. I can work with that. Oh no, I don't like all this rat slander coming from a spectral person. I don't see any were-rats around here. Yes, I I don't want to start an additional war with the were-rats. Let's keep our talks with them civil, if at all possible. I am civil with the rats. They're creatures of the people. But we you can we can deal with literally them all of them, Tugum. <laughs> yes, you have a habit yeah, of threatening I everyone. A lot of people. That doesn't mean I hate them. Tugum, she puts a hand on your shoulder. I slip. I slip the hand off my shoulder like I don't want it on my on me at all. I just take a step back. I go, "What?" You can use your channel your anger for constructive purposes. I'm not you angry. Ha- I'm cautious. You are wary, and your lashing out, your intimidation comes off as final, and it pushes people away, even though you might be successful. 
And keep in mind that scaring people away from you does not make a quick friend. I don't need friends. Also, you pick a fight with literally everyone you encounter. That's the opposite of cautious. Yeah, because it's fun. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she, she looks at you. I do hope I do not see you in my realm sooner than not. I kind of do. <laughs> she, <laughs> she looks back at the rest of you. I actually really thought we left him on top of the mountain. Uh, <laughs> I'm really, I actually am a little confused how he got here. Eh, I don't know. I woke up, I woke up in Madronox, pants around the ankles. That's on you. You could have left me there. I, I'm confident we did. <laughs> I will not be able to join you for this excursion to the Kobold Caves. However, I will give you a map to their location. They seem to be practicing some sort of eldritch magic inside, and our spiritual spies have had a very difficult time getting around the area. Unfortunately, we are very susceptible to maladies of the mind. She frowns. Oh, well. She peeks over the coffin. You can nap in there if you like. I might just. It's actually quite comfortable, but I don't really sleep, so I, I'll just sit here and stare at everybody uncomfortably. <laughs> you will also <clears throat> notice that your spectral companions will be very quiet as you approach the caves. The ancient energies of <clears throat> the kobold's magic is disruptive to us. Is there anything we should be prepared for? You said maladies of the mind? Oh, the spirits we, me, the Umbralans, we are very susceptible to mind-altering magics, as we are merely an essence of thought. She, uh, kind of shrugs. Uh, thus, maladies of the mind tend to afflict us for longer. Is that something we should expect from the kobolds, then? She shakes her head. No, but you should be aware that they are will probably strongly utilize poison. Oh. Okay, then. Yes. Alchemists and herbalists, I wouldn't be surprised to see... Well, she looks at Coslo. A goblin or kobold's worth of creations. They tend to be tiny tinkerers, similar to goblins. Forgive me for my gross generalizations. Damn, Coslo, she tells you no better than a kobold. It ain't nothing like us. Nothing like a green finger, anyway. He like puffs his <laughs> chest up as much as he can. I got the coffees for uh, <clears throat> for laughing too hard. <laughs> uh, she floats forward and hands you a spectral map. This is the last known location of the kobolds. If you find any lingering outside, you should be able to follow them to their exact cave location. 
note that many of the mountains of Arctis and Polaris especially are littered with various cave systems belonging to drow, orcs, kobolds, and other underground dwelling races. So be very careful to not wander into a random cave. Got it! No random caves! Very good. Well, <clears throat> if you like, you can remain here and get to know some of the patrons of your uh, ethereal den. Also note that no vampire is able to come here. Only those that can access the ethereal realm and know this place's location can access here. So, if you need to find safety, please come here anytime. Oh, I got a question! I got a question! Of course! So, uh... While we're here, are we, like, in the other place? Are we just, like, sleeping or something? Is it, like, a... Somebody's just sitting there? <laughs> or are we... Like, what's going on with it? Actually, because of the possession of the spirits in your body currently, your entire body, soul, spirit, and memory all, are transported into the ethereal realm. Perhaps at a later date, you can learn how to do this power yourself. But for now, there are no bodies lingering out into the real world. You are here entirely in body and spirit, by the grace of, <clears throat> well, Beatrice and, uh, and, uh, uh, Tilly. Fart. Its name is Fart. Uh, her name is Tilly. Uh, her name is Fart. Also While known as she's Fart. In my body, her name is Fart. <laughs> if she chooses to leave my body, she can go by whatever she wants. <laughs> the my body, my rules. Hey. Uh, hey the ghosts right, Coslo. do not have unlimited power in transferring you to the ethereal realm. So be warned, it is limited. Uh, AKA over the table. <clears throat> you can't bounce in and out of the ethereal realm in combat to dodge attacks. Sorry. Okay, but what if Azriel's about to get chopped in half again? <laughs> well, then she's going to go to the ethereal, ethereal realm either way. <laughs> it's just an express ticket. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Straight to hell. Wait, is this hell? Yeah, oh, is uh, this hell? Is it? Hey, is this hell? <laughs> Oh, is it that bad here? No, Does it look like you're in that, one of the nine hills? I was hills? surprised. <clears throat> I assure we you. We, this is our only baseline, so you know. I can promise you, you are not in either uh, hells one through eight, but possibly in the ninth. She she thinks. Yeah, nine's not so bad. Yes. Hmm. My grandfather lived to be nine. Well, this. <laughs> Nine! Oh, a whole nine, not even a, not even two digits. Uh, green thing is we can live for uh, centuries, really. We just don't. <laughs> well, I'm glad I ran into you now, rather than later. How old are you, Kozlo? I think Kozlo is, I don't remember. I think he's 12. <laughs> 12, by the way. I'm 12, what is this? <laughs> I'm 12, and what is this? 
Well, I will uh, leave you to it. I've discussed with you enough for the day. Enjoy. Real quick, one more question. Of you course. said something about herbs and spices. Yes, a hundred uh, herbs and spices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we smoke that shit or what? I'm not going to tell you what to do with your physical body. That's your choice. If you but, if you see something green, then you know what will happen if I do. I I can tell you that if you see something green and smoke it, the consequences are your own. Too good to get down on some oregano. Hey, will I get ligma? Mm. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> I I see this, and he's asked me a question about something I don't understand. I think I'm, we're good, Lena. You can I, go. Thank I you it, so I much. I on my pile of furs with my hands behind my head and cross my legs over. Yeah. You will. You will never recover from the lion joke. Shuts the door. And Tukum, we are talking about herbs used to kidnap people. So, yes, please smoke all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot that in a pipe and go for it. <laughs> uh, Lena leaves, closing the door behind her. You are all plunged into darkness. Well, it appears that you all are sitting on your pile of riches. Uh, let's take a quick five-minute break. Uh, go pee, <laughs> get drink, go swim in your pile of money, Scrooge McDuck style. Uh, <laughs> and, this is uh, where Kozlo's making a bed to rest in. <laughs> It's just like a little nest, like a little dragon. <laughs> it's a little money nest. Yes, money. All right, I'll see you guys in five minutes. Okay.
All right, everybody back. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up? Hola. All right, double checking. I saw Asriel, I saw Kozlo's Tugum back. Yes. All right, very well. Lena leaves you all to your devices and leaves you to take a rest if you like. And if you want to sleep in the vault, you may. Asriel has made a comfortable uh, bed here in the casket. Kozlo seems to have been sleeping on his pile of money, dreaming of his future riches. And Tugum... Literally well, dreaming of the pile of money that he's sleeping on. <laughs> Tugum, uh, you are on top of your pile of furs and uh, other fine linens. It's very soft. Do you all decide to take a long rest here? Yes, please. Yes, please. All right. You may all long rest. Jam your long rest buttons, get your spells back, and choose your spells for the new day. Where has the other oh, is? My dinner like, pops up and then like disappears. Uh, let me see. Oh, there it is. There. You got it. It pops up on my character sheet. So yeah. All right. Long rest and recovers hit points. Five hit points. Ten hit points. Azrael takes a long rest. Very good. To signify a new day, we're gonna change up the music. Ah, it's too loud. There we go. Well, whatever seems to be a day in Maginox, you have rested for a various amount of time. Asriel uh, does not have to sleep, but is very comfortable. And you all take your abnormal this is actually very loud you take your long rest and you wake up feeling refreshed Kozlo <clears throat> the gold has never felt more comfortable this is your gold you're rich the richest green finger to ever live you own two businesses and one of them is successful <laughs> The other one you've destroyed. Oh, God. Hey, I've seen this show. It's called Succession. <laughs> Kazo, upon waking, will immediately start doing a whole bunch of things that he's been forgetting to do for the last, like, three sessions. Uh, one of which is inscribing that rod into an arcane firearm. Oh, excellent. Your conduit for destructive spells is now your uh, new rod that you got from Lena. Yes. So, aside from whatever the plus one on the rod actually does, but I think it just, the plus one on the rod would just add to the attack roll on a spell attack. Is that correct? I would attack, yep, I'd attack to the spell attack and your damage. Okay. So this also adds a D8 to um, any spell that, any damaging spell that I cast as an arcane firearm. Awesome. So you just add, yeah, um, 1D8 plus 1, technically, and there you go. You have your fancy arcane firearm. Uh, Kozlo, what does it look like? (laughs) I kind of want it to literally just be like a wooden rod. Maybe it has like 
Does it look like a like a paper towel roll? Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. This is a this is a goblin pimp cane. This <laughs> Yes! I like this direction. Yes! This is this is like it's a relatively so like if I was a full-sized person, this rod would just be like a little stick. But because I'm a goblin, it's this like short little rod that has like a pommel on one end that just looks like a uh like the the it has a gold pommel on it that is it a gold pommel yeah we'll say a gold pommel on the end of it in the shape of like a dragon's head or something i love it it sounds no no wait. <clears throat> no, no go idea. on tinker it go on it has a gold pommel on the end that just looks like a tiny bomb with yes. like a little fuse i love it oh my god what a pimp cane i'm going to draw this <laughs> Excellent. Your arcane firearm is the bomb. And it will now have, because I've I've turned it into an arcane firearm, it will have a whole bunch of sigils and stuff carved into it. Very nice. You said that was one of the things you've forgotten to do for uh, since the last session. What else are you up to, Kozlo? Oh, I've been forgetting this for like three sessions. <laughs> uh, the other one is I have infuse item. And I need to remember how that works because I've had that since the start of the game and I've never used it because I keep forgetting about it. Oh, yeah. The infusions so I think, are. I, I, when I created the character in D&D Beyond, I had to pick what my infusions were and I have lost that list at some point. Uh, let me look. It might still be in D&D Beyond somewhere. Let's see. Coslo. All right, we're viewing the campaign. We're looking at <clears throat> we're looking at Coslo. We're looking at his infusions. Infusion. Uh, features and traits. Magical tinkering. Infuse item. Uh, you can touch up to two non-magical objects, imbuing them with one of your arcane infusions. Your infusions are. Er? I know they're in here somewhere because I've accidentally found them sometimes, but I I can't remember where. What the if? Uh, where, where are they? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go into your character. Did you not save them, maybe? I saved hmm. them. I had to because it was I had to pick them when I first made the character. Let's see. <clears throat> When you gain this feature, pick four artificer infusions to learn, choosing from the artificer infusion section at the end of the class. Artificer infusions, there you go. Okay, here's what you've got. <clears throat> I don't know why it doesn't say this, uh, but you have chosen... Oh my god, scrolling? I'm scrolling? <clears throat> Homoculus Servant. You learn intricate methods for magically creating a special homunculus that serves you. Uh, enhanced arcane focus. When holding this item, you uh, gain a plus one bonus to spell attack rolls. Uh, replicate magic item. Mystery. <coughs> Mystery key. Using this infusion, or you replicate a particular magical item. You can learn this infusion multiple times. You choose a magic item that you can make with it, picking from the replicable items table. Uh... So it looks like you can make common magical items, but not potions or scrolls. 
I can um, specifically make the mystery key because you have to take it multiple times to make different items. Oh yeah! Oh my! I'm the mystery key. Okay, so that's so what you. The mystery done. key. I, I need to make a mystery key because the mystery key is a key that allows me to open any lock. Nice. And then you have an enhanced defense as your last one. Okay. Um, and I have, I think, three infusions available. Uh, you have four. Oh, I have four infusions. Okay. Well, I, so I have, I think I have four picked, but I, there's a limit on how many I can use. Let's see. <clears throat> yeah, these are... Man, this infusion-like area is a novel. It is yeah. literally so long. Um, and it's also, like, I don't... I still can't find where the stuff that you just listed off actually is. I actually had to go into your character, into your character creation, and read directly off the, the character creation oh, part. Oh, weird. Yeah. I'll have to dig later and find out where it is. Um, but yeah, so it looks like... So you pick four artificer infusions to learn. Um, and then when you finish a long rest, you can touch a non-magical object and imbue it with one of your artificer infusions, turning it into a magical item. So the previous item does have to be non-magical. Um, an infusion only works on certain kinds of objects as specified in the infusion's description. So it does specify like for your defense one, it has to be cast on armor. Um, you can infuse more than one non-magical object at the end of a long rest. Um, the maximum number of objects is in this long-ass table, which I will also look at. Uh, I'm looking. You are a fifth-level artificer. Jesus Christ. There's so much to this. Infused items called okay, you must touch each of the objects and each of your infusions can only be in one object at a time. And no object can bear more than one infusion at a time. Interesting. Okay. So is there a particular item that you wanted to uh, infuse for today? Um Now I'm wondering if I can make a homunculus servant using the resonant gem <laughs> as its like core. Uh, <clears throat> a homunculus servant requires item, a gem or crystal worth at least 100 gold. You can use your resonant gem if you like. Okay. And then it just, so the homunculus just, form, the body forms around the gem. And if it dies, then the gem just remains. Like if it dies, it vanishes, leaving its heart in its space. Ah! So it, it would well, literally sorry. just be it's around okay. the gem. Yeah. And it wouldn't wouldn't like destroy or damage it. If, uh, correct? Like yeah, I'm, that I'm is correct. This okay. Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna make a little buddy out of my out <laughs> <laughs> your resonant gem. gem? Okay. That sounds great. Uh you have a resonant buddy. Uh let's see. Okay, the homoculus shares your initiative takes its turn immediately after yours, is a tiny construct. Uh, so that's interesting. It's not even its not even small. It is tiny. You are small. Mm. It is a size smaller than you are. Okay, so it's just, it's just a little fat gem with, like, arms and legs. 
Yeah. He's a I fat can, baby. I can use my bonus action to make it attack, but I will never do that because I'm going to use my bonus action on my turrets anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> unless we're like out of combat and I need it to punch <laughs> Tuga. Just something. punch Tuga with your little gem. And I can <laughs> I can determine its appearance. And it's just going to be a tiny little thing. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have a tiny little gem homunculus. And I, I'm going to have the like body that appears around it look like. Look like Coslo, like a tiny Coslo, but with wings. <laughs> like, floating, like a little like, goblin cherub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Like he would he would choose to make it look like himself, but because it's tiny, he wants it to fly, so it also has wings. <laughs> very, very good. I will uh, absolutely make you a tiny gem Coslo. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, hold on. <laughs> For the uh, most part, it will just be like a round. Um, like it's it doesn't do much in combat, but uh, well at least at least you found a very good way to uh, utilize your resonant gem. Yeah, it's kind of protecting it, honestly. <laughs> uh, I think I have a relatively good icon for this that I can bring up real quick. Boop. He's going to be a little gem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can do this. Um, I've got a perfect little gem here. Um, it's artificial decor. You wonder. I've got I've got gems. There we go. Alright. Alright, little round boy. I got him. Okay, I gotta make him a little bigger. Just a little wait, he is tiny. I gotta make him a little smaller. Okay, I think I think I got it. Summon? There we go. Okay, it doesn't have a name. I'll fix that. Aha! And his name is, well, whatever you want to name him. But there he is, little <laughs> cause. <clears throat> uh, and to show that he is a special boy, he will glow and he will float. Excellent. Very good. He's beautiful. He doesn't do anything. He's just funny. <laughs> He's just hanging out. <clears throat> Kozlo uh, apparently has an ion stone now. Oh, it's so sparkly, Kozlo. Thanks. This is my new little friend. His name is Little Kaz. Oh, hello, Little Kaz. <laughs> little Kaz will just flap around. I don't think he can talk. So <laughs> just flap around. Like Quite it the looks conversationalist. like it looks like, <laughs> like it looks like Coslo tried to make it look like himself, but it's it's what he was able to cobble together. Like it's it's not even it, it, almost like a broken animatronic sort of thing. <laughs> With the gem kind of like as its heart. Like some Five <clears throat> Night at Freddy's. Uh, shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> ah. the jaw is slightly unhinged and just always slack, and, like, the eyes are, like, just little screws and 
bits of metal that are they're not even and everything. <laughs> such a, a like, janky outside for such an important gem. Until <laughs> until Kozlo introduces it, no one would actually realize it's supposed to look like him. It just looks like some weird little floaty winged thing. <laughs> Need some tune-ups. <laughs> uh, well... A new day has dawned. Do you all leave the confines of the vault, or would you uh, prefer to stay here forever and perish in your newfound wealth? It would be a fitting end. Dying here sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have the map to go murder kobolds, yes? Yeah, let's do that! Come on, little cuz! Wait, um, can we travel closer from here in the ethereal realm so we don't can't be followed. Is that possible? Uh, the ghost inside, uh, one of the ghosts inside you responds, uh, The demi-planes are split. You unfortunately cannot stay here forever, unless you want to stay here forever. Kaza locks the vault and also the door to the vault. <laughs> Little, little Kaz kind of bumps up against the door. Bonk. If the uh, <laughs> if moving the token around gets too annoying, you can just kind of be. No, around. it's fine. It's not. It's not bad. He's just flying around. Everybody is reconvening. Back at the very busy bar. Tugum, the friendly bartender, smiles at you. Hey, what would you like this morning, buddy? I'd like for you to not look the way you look. Remind me of a guy I used to know. Now, what do you mean by that? Somebody important to you. Opposite of important to me. Oh, an enemy. That's unfortunate. Say he was my best friend. That's not what opposite of important means. Well, can Uh, a your species is so dumb. Can a drink help you be a little less mad? No. Boy, we've got some wrathful spirits coming in here lately. (laughs) The ghost lets out a laugh. Don't worry, I'm gonna be sending plenty more of your kind here that you can talk with. (laughs) <laughs> all right, all right there, buddy. <laughs> I don't think you can say like... that to Gum. It's kind of racist. Oh, well, I just said it. And look, I'm still here. I don't think you immediately get murdered for saying racist things. But eventually, yeah, that baby. That might be a policy we change around here in Coslo's day. <laughs> Kazo like leans across the bar as best as his little goblin frame can, like motioning to the the bartender a little bit. Uh, hey, little buddy. The lion leans over the uh, the counter. Hey, uh, uh, hey, buddy. I'm uh, I'm Samson. Okay, Samson. Hi. Uh, first of all, don't little buddy me, please. I'm kind of the boss around here. It's a little bit demeaning. Mm, yes, yes, sir. Yes, boss. Hey, Samson. How much do you make here? He looks. He looks at you. Uh, one moment, please. My boss is talking to me. 
Okay. Never mind on second. You already got that one figured out. <laughs> also third, uh, I don't know what sort of like bouncer ejecting people from the place thing that we got on this side of the whole uh, stratosphere. Uh, Samson laughs. <laughs> we don't need any bouncers here. Okay, but if you ever need to bounce to them, just go for it. Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> why? I mean, I could just go like this. Uh, <clears throat> uh, hey, hey, Tilly. Uh, one moment. Uh, Tugum, you're you're pulled back. Oh, uh, hold on. Ah, I swapped scenes too quick. No, hold on. Ah, head rush. Head rush. My scenes. Uh, you will not be here. You will not be here. <laughs> Tugum. I want the fart out of me. <laughs> See, just as just as easy as that. I want the fart out of me. No. Oh. I like it here already. <laughs> so, what can I get you, boss? Honestly, just keep doing your thing. Seems like you got it under control here. All right. Well, have a good day. And, uh, for house umbrellas. For, for umbrellas, yeah. Wait, do we got umbrellas? Oh, I'm, I might have one in the back. Are we expecting rain? No. <laughs> are we expecting rain in here? Are, are, are we expecting rain today? Right. We are in the ethereal realm. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot for a second. We are definitely dead. Okay, yeah, yeah, Don't worry about it then. Yeah, no rain. No rain today or tomorrow or a hundred years in the future. It's a melon in here, ain't it? <laughs> the woman sitting at the table uh, with the, <clears throat> what appears to be a lettuce spirit. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> It's some sort my, of broccoli. My cabbage. My cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she smiles as you approach. I was wondering when you were going to come say hi. Hey, how you doing? No, I'm Eleanor. Well, Eleanor, I'm Coslo. I run this place, apparently. And this is my good friend, Azrael. And also, this is my good friend, Azrael. He just keeps <laughs> repeating that for each of the various spirits that he can comprehend exist. You would think it would be annoying, but every time you say, like, Azrael multiple times, Eleanor just nods. Like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And Azrael just, like, pipes up each time. like, no, that's... No, that's actually Alexa. Nope, that's Charlotte. Nope, that's Timmy. Oh, nope. <laughs> They're just random names. No, they're all named. They all have names and a personality, damn it. <laughs> they're they're their own it. people. No, no, I meant Coslo is just rattling off random names. No, Coslo is saying Asriel every time okay. Asriel is correcting Coslo. <laughs> <laughs> but Coslo has not picked up on this because he's just too busy being incredibly self-centered. Oh my god. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, welcome. I'm sure yeah, you... that's all I got. Ezreal, go for it. All right. Bye-bye. It's I'm... interesting, actually. Uh, your name's Eleanor. Uh, I also have an Eleanor. Um, Eleanor. 
and <laughs> this like well-dressed um, young woman kind of like materializes from one of the shadows peeling off the floor uh, in like this really like flouncy gown. I just, oh my stars, hello. Oh, you have oh. such a lovely name. Oh, and, and you do as well. I'm a multifaceted spirit. I haven't seen one of you in so long. It's a delight to meet you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and seven, and eight, and nine, and ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, I think it's twelve. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, there's twelve of them, and Azrael makes thirteen. Cause well. they like sees the sees this happening and just goes holy shit do it again do it again do it again do it again <laughs> do what do what again he's Gazlo has now checked out once again he's just too busy staring at the the new eleanor spirit that's appeared <laughs> uh another spirit like peels off the floor uh oh no oh you poor little dear Oh, come, come here. And she just like scoops Coslo up like a little baby and just like starts rocking him. Oh, hello. I'm Luna. Coslo is completely fine with this. <laughs> Ghosts are freaking great. Complicated. Deep. Multifaceted. Eleanor giggles. <laughs> uh, there's like a... Now that all of them are just manifesting, uh, Azrael just kind of loses control a little bit. And, like, there's definitely three three ghosts uh, who just go immediately over to the bar. Uh, uh, Alexi, Marley, and Rory. And they're all dressed in, like, this kind of, like, old, tiny, kind of, like, Victorian garb. One of them is definitely drunk and slurring and, like, trying to pick a fight with the other two. And one is just loudly and obnoxiously demanding beer. And they're just making very raucous and off-color jokes amongst the three of them. Oh my uh, god, you mm. just shit out three tugans. <laughs> I, basically, basically. Uh, Eleanor goes over to the three spirits that have separated from Azrael, uh, takes each of them by the ear. Wait, how does that work? One, two, three. How, did, how does she have three arms? And she just kind of spins around and slams them back into Azrael. Oh, here you go. You've dropped them. I, thanks. She like pats you like like she's uh, encapsulating like a like a bread loaf like pat 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 pat. All right, everything seems to be in order. Honestly, it's not so bad when they wander away. She uh, peers at you. I'm sure you approached me for a reason. Did you have a question for me? Oh, um, I just thought we should introduce ourselves. You seem to like staring at people. Um, <clears throat> and, well, Lena said you were at least not with House Vicatus and spying on us. Oh, well, dear no, Lena. that's not quite right. You are spying on us, but at least for Lena, which I suppose makes somewhat better because you're not actively trying to murder us. So I guess that's all great then. Oh dear, did Lena say I was a spy? She could have used at least my official title. Uh, I, <clears throat> I am a shepherd. I am one that monitors the physical realm for 
wayward spirits that may have cropped up fresh to the world. You can consider me a mother, a guide. Sometimes spirits pop up that are wrathful, mindless, and unfortunately, they do not enter the ethereal realm and they have to be put down. But those that have a mind of their own sometimes are confused by coming back to life. She bows. And that's where I come in. So you're like... You're like a warden? Sort of? A, sh a shepherd. We, we call ourselves shepherds. We shepherd and ferry these confused souls to the ethereal realm so they may be properly taken care of, their bearings gotten, their thoughts gathered. And then when they are ready, they can attempt to manifest back into the spiritual or the physical realm. Unless they get put down. Well, the ones that come back with their minds intact, as opposed to those that are just reanimations of flesh and sinew. However, for the spirits that have wrath, but no thoughts for themselves, unfortunately, they cannot have a place in civilized, spiritual society. I see. Perhaps one of your personalities is familiar to me. Maybe I have shepherded them across the ethereal tear. I sincerely doubt it. They all seem to have very little clue of what's going on most of the time. Everyone At comes back. At least as long back. as I've known them. Everyone comes back a little different, if they come back at all. It is a pleasure to meet you, and if you find wayward spirits that are confused and need a home, a care, a guiding hand, I will be there for you. That's good to know. I have many of them right now, but they all seem to be driven by some singular purpose that I am not aware of. Lena's more than happy to receive of any wayward spirits that can contribute to the Umbralis. But also, it is more important that they are not left to their own devices. They tend to go mad if they are not reintroduced properly. Oh, okay. We have very important jobs, you see. And you may wonder, but why, Eleanor, why do you sit here? Because you're spying on us. Yes, exactly. But also uh, you yes. are a beacon of spiritual activity and very interesting. But I wasn't wondering that because I, I knew that you were spying on us. I'm so, this conversation got very confusing. Because though, like nudges Azrael. He's like, You're doing great, buddy. Keep it up. 
as Kazla is just being like rocked back and forth by like <laughs> baby. motherly baby. ghost. If you ever need counseling or perhaps spiritual guidance, or are confused about how to utilize your newfound friend, I can assist you. Very well. Um, well, I suppose we'll be seeing you. We're off to murder some more people and, you know, acquire more things or whatever it is that we do. Honestly, you know, Kozlo, I'm not really sure what we do most of the time, aside from murder and steal things. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Oh, okay. Um, and so if you see a bunch of kobolds coming through here pretty soon, uh, yeah, that was us. She, she laughs. <clears throat> I was sure to, uh, shepherd the non-wrathful ones directly to the bar. I hear kobolds can be thirsty drinkers. Good for business. God, that explains so much. <laughs> what is this? The is this the living to to dead bar patron pipeline that we're talking about here? <laughs> Wait, so so this bar is doing real good for itself, and it's all got dead people in it. So if we kill more people, we get more customers, and I get even richer. Oh my God, that's capitalism! What if we, so what if we murdered, like, so what if we attracted a bunch of patrons to our bar on the living side and then murdered them, and then they're trapped here on the other side, and they can never go anywhere else to spend coin? Kuzzle, like, just stares at uh, Eleanor expectantly. Eleanor's eyes go wide. Uh, perhaps you are confused about the shepherding of souls. Uh, no, I think you explained it perfectly. Thank you so much, Eleanor. It's been lovely. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, thanks for the tips. Look for lots of new customers headed your way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one moment, please. <laughs> ah. And you find yourselves back. Oop, uh, eh. Back at your den, the familiar honking of the music. <clears throat> the, uh, the lights that should not be there. I get rid of Wisp. She is not there anymore. You're back in your physical bodies. Basil, like, sprints to the door down towards the vault and tries to open it. <clears throat> uh, it's locked. He looks for the, like, keys that he had. Uh, you do not have them, as they are spectral. Don't you have a key that opens any lock, though, now, or something? <clears throat> I didn't actually make that, because I made the oh. little cause instead. <laughs> you made little cause instead. Oh, God. My spiritual weapon's like, hey, I'm over here. Oh, where is it? I don't know. Every time I move, it's like... Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, it's off the map. Oh, yeah, I see it a little now. Okay. I'm gonna get rid of it. Boop. It's Wait, like it's I run this place and I don't got keys to anything. <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck? Oh, Tugum, are you ready then? Oh, my fart out of me now. <laughs> I need just a second, so Kazla will just be messing with the door. I'll be right back. I've also okay. trashed the bar while you guys were gone because of what that guy did to me. I want like I completely trashed it. <laughs> it looks fine to me. Tell the DM to trash it for me. 
Oh, well, it looks fine to me. I, yeah, Azra can't really tell the difference. Uh, you know, some, some tables are overturned, and uh, Kaz is like, Oi, whoa, 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 whoa. <clears throat> Oi. Uh, calm down, uh, Azrael, you come back in on, like, cause, uh, very small, trying to calm down Tugum. I have no reason to make a ruckus. You don't have to go and, like, fucking, like, turn over every fucking chair in the, the fucking place. Why? You already chased out the entertainment. The barmaids are crying because they, they're getting bugged all the time to sing and they can't carry a tune. Oh! Screaming him to shut up and get out of my face. Ah, oh, fuck you! Oh, hey, Azrael. Oh, hi, Cos. Tugum. Tugum is, uh, he's destroying- he, Oops, sorry, I went into fucking dwarvish. He's destroying the place! <laughs> Tugum, did we learn nothing on the mountainside? I learned nothing ever. I really don't want- to have to put you to sleep and leave you somewhere for wolves to come and rip you apart, Tugum. You won't. Oh, so I wouldn't behave uh, then? Well, I wouldn't uh, test that one. I think they would definitely do that. Cause is like picking up chairs. Oh, he picks up uh, what appears to be like a zombie and puts him back in the chair. Oi, there you go, Terry. Would you like to go murder kobolds now, Tugum? Tugum. Let's go kill some kobolds. Perfect. Oi, Azrael, I'm going to need, like, uh, at least five gold for some new furniture. I I don't know what that means. Oi, I need to make a purchase to, uh... There's a couple chairs that are broken. As I fucking toss them around. Um, I think you should submit that invoice then, the normal way, and it should be taken care of. What is an invoice? Oh well, um, I don't know. Um, what? Where do I submit my voice? You want me to sing? Yes! Alright. I submit to you, I need five gold. Need five gold to buy some chairs, a two gum broke. Uh, I'm gonna be broke if, because I'm not gonna pay for the. uh, Oh, they. What? Pay for it yourself with the raise I gave you. I ain't paying for shite! Does my checks do nothing? Uh, no, he no, they don't do anything. He's not scared of you. He's mad. He's going to fight you. You can intimidate him into not talking, but he will respond accordingly. Hey, you wanna go? Oh! Azrael sets their hand on Kaz's shoulder. Kaz, honestly- This is a hostile work environment. Kaz, I I am extremely hostile. Cause I can confidently tell you that Tugum is not worth it. Like, actually not worth much of anything, honestly. But certainly not this. I just need five gold here, to go buy some chairs. Here, here you, you go, Cause. Uh, Azrael just had five gold. 
Thank you. It seems totally fine to me, but if it's important to you, here you go. Oh, thanks. Well, was my it, was my voice submitted properly? I can't. I don't. I really feel like it wasn't, but it's fine. He looks a I'm really sad. not sure how this works either, to be completely frank. Oh, I knew those two years of singing classes were a waste of gold. Oh God, yes. <sighs> That's why I became a bartender. I couldn't oh make God. it as, as a singer. I couldn't. I Speaking could. of not being able to make it places, you got a key to that weird door in the other room? The weird door? You mean the vault? Yeah. He looks at you. Uh, no, that's, uh, that's, that's your key. Oh. Why would I have a key to your vault? Well, I don't got it. I, I don't got it. Uh, uh, who gave you this place? Eh, uh, one lady. You know what? Never mind. Eh. Uh. Coslo, we have places to go? Yeah, like in this door. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Fine, I'll deal with it later. <laughs> All right, then. Alright, see you later! Boy! Yeah, keep things under control! Uh, yeah, yeah, we gotta go boy the fucking five chairs! And if anyone dies in here, you know, accidentally, Whoa. wink, wink! Hey, what, what, what do you mean, boy? Did you actually say wink, wink? Uh, yeah! Well, you don't have to say it, you, your guys are fucking huge! You could just, like, wake one of them and I'd definitely get the point. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I gotcha, I gotcha. Wink, wink. Mm, you no, know, I mean, wait, I are you saying wink because you you can't wink? Coslo! Okay, anyway, if it's like It's here, like this. Wink. Okay, bye. Wink. I could wank on the left and Please the right. Please don't wank at the bar. I'm, I'm wanking. <laughs> Stop winking at the bar! <laughs> oh my god. Why? Alright. Do you all... Uh, <laughs> do you all follow the map? Yes. Yes. Alright. Finally, we follow the map. <laughs> Listen, my character and thus myself are easily distracted. <laughs> Very good. Alright. Oh my god. Fucking... Okay. The invoice, I couldn't, I, I, I'm actually surprised I could muster that one out. Okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> the map appears to lead out of Maginox and towards the mountains uh, to, the, to the northeast. And as you wind your way up through the region of Eternal Night and through these relatively dangerous spires, why they're not as treacherous as the ones of Borealis. They are still rugged peaks. What's Borealis? Of, yeah, what the fuck is Borealis? Uh, <clears throat> they're still full of rugged and jagged peaks and are treacherous and freezing cold. You are reminded of the Arctic temperatures and I hope you have bundled up accordingly. One moment, please.
I, I lost my I lost my scene. Stop dropping your scenes all everywhere. I know. My scenes. <clears throat> One moment. This scene is too quiet. This scene is too loud. <laughs> this this scene, scene is just right. Just right. Oh and my god. <laughs> I have so much vision. You you do have a lot of vision. Uh, <laughs> as you make your way through a particular stretch of spires, the map is marked as the uh, the Crimson Pools. And as noted, some of the waters here be, appear to be blood red. And while it reminds you of blood, uh, luckily for you, it is not. And the mountains themselves also have a tinge of red to them. And thus you find yourselves in the Crimson Span. Boy, Maginoc sure loves to use crimson a lot. I wonder why that is. <clears throat> anyway, and you find yourselves in a tight canyon. And up ahead, for Azrael, who can see fucking forever, you see two kobolds who appear to be bickering with one another outside of a cave. And the cave entrance appears to be a massive, rough-hewn skull. Do they sound vaguely like New Zealandish? <laughs> uh, these kobolds are speaking in their native tongue. Also, what languages do you speak? Uh, common and goblin. Uh, you do not understand what they're saying. Okay, so they're not speaking in New Zealand. <laughs> no, they're not speaking in bad New Zealand. I've never even been to New Zealand. Yeah, but you've seen Don't worry. New Zealand stuff, so. Yeah, I'm right. definitely got Chris Hemsworth. I think I'm. He's hot. Shit! I mean, you guys, you. Two of you have met my boss. He's from New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> you don't sound anything like him either. So. Yeah, I've, I feel like he would slap me across the face if I started on my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I would so deserve it. Oh my god. Um, <clears throat> Azrael, you, with your incredibly far vision, see these kobolds bickering with each other. Uh, for the rest of you, uh, hopefully this seems dark. Wait, wait, wait. So, are we supposed to murder all the kobolds then and smoke their herb? Is that the plan? Yes, that's my plan. Good plan. Also, the lady said something about watching out for uh, caves or whatever. Uh, definitely gonna have Kozl just toss some bombs in some random caves. I thought she meant don't go in random caves. Yeah, you just toss a bomb go. down there. Well, right, but this is the one we're supposed to go to, I think? No? I'm confused. It says so on the map. 
Uh, this appears to be the location. Wait, are we holding this right side up? Uh, am I <laughs> supposed to see all the way to the kobolds up there? Uh, you all, let's see. I just don't know if this is like a dark vision thing or, if, or what. Uh, let me measure. It's definitely not. I don't think it's darkness right now. Yeah, I think dark. it's like it's like vaguely lit here. So we'll just say the okay. um, the environment is providing a mild illumination. However, the moon you, is high in the sky right now. Yeah. Uh, however, you don't know how far the kobolds can see out. Yeah, I was just making sure that I could actually see them. Yeah. So uh, we were sent to kill some kobolds. I see some kobolds. <laughs> we this probably, is simple math. We should probably make sure if we're going to kill them, maybe make sure they're not able to run away and alert other kobolds. So we break their legs first. Got it. Well, I mean, or any part of their anatomy that's going to make them stop moving. Which is a lot. There's a lot of things that can be broken to make something stop moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... Like a lot, too. Governor. Yeah, but what makes them suffer the most? That's what I'm going for. Like a lot. Okay, but Azure, if you had to pick one body part to make them suffer the most, but they can't run away, what do you choose? I vote we break that part, body part. Butthole! Oh. Yeah. Oh, tear him a new asshole. They'll definitely not be able to walk. That's definitely no, dexterity with they can disadvantage. Walk, but it's, like a, it's more like a waddle. It kind of like waddle. But truly, it will become a core memory haunting them forever. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you all can choose your uh, plan of attack. So first of all, okay, we gotta be sure this is the right place. I think, looking at the map, it seems like the right place. So check that one off the list. We're done there. That's done. And then we gotta take these guys by surprise. Hit the bagpipes. <laughs> That would be very surprising. <laughs> Everyone would be very <laughs> surprised. Technically the truth. <laughs> How far can Guzzle they like... see? Is there, is, there, is there a point where like I can see them but they can't see me? Uh I'm, you I'm don't you don't know their vision radius. Are these, are these rocks big enough for, for a half orc to hide behind? Uh it is a relatively sheer cliff that has some irregularities in the rock. It'll provide you a semblance of cover that is certainly better than standing out in the fucking open. Okay, so let's hide against this. And then you use the bagpipes, and when they come over to figure that out, we get them. Uh, Tugum, please make me a nature check. Uh, Tugum, as you, you look around and you press your hand against the, the wall behind you to get a, get a better feel, uh, you realize you're in a canyon, and canyons tend to carry sound very far. You blast those bagpipes. It'll echo through the Alps. But is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, uh it, it, care, is, it. it is a thing. <clears throat> what do you do? 
Party. I'm blasting my backwards. I don't know about y'all. Oh, all right, hit it. As, yeah, I as thought he, we. I thought Tugum had made that decision. As he goes to blast them, I will also summon my force ballast. <laughs> it's probably a good idea. Uh, I need everybody to roll initiative. Uh, it's under utility. Yeah. Uh, so, Christina, yeah. how do I actually uh-huh. get this to roll with advantage for my initiative for my vigilant blessing? Because uh, I can't get it to roll. Can I? Can I actually? Can I make it roll again with the utility button? Uh, no. why don't you just roll twice and then I'll put in the higher value. That's totally. It doesn't fine. let me roll twice. Uh, oh, once I roll initiative, it locks it. I can just roll another d twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make a duplicate roll and then. We'll- oh. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> the whole spectrum. The okay. We go from. Now we started from the bottom, now we're here. Um, apparently your initiative is, uh, what is this? 20? It's 20, it's just a, yeah, it's just Jesus. flat. Okay. Azrael is not very dexterous. Very good. Well, <clears throat> after the bagpipes echo through the canyon, and in fact we're gonna blast them a second time. Uh, because of the echo. <laughs> ah. And through the canyon it continues. And thus. We begin the banger. Azrael, the kobolds snap their heads towards your direction. Oh boy. You're up. Uh, uh, do I even have anything? No, they're so far away. <laughs> How far away are they? Many, many far away. Can you ready actions in fifth edition? You can. You can. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can hold that. Hold actions. Ready actions. Yep. Uh, Azrael will hold their action to, well, first they'll step up here and hold their action until somebody hits one to cast Toll the Dead. Okay. And I guess I can do an insight check, right? Uh, yeah, you can see him. What would you like to know? Jesus. Uh, let's get... Uh, let's get an attack. Alright, very or good. Or ability, <clears throat> whatever. Uh, these <clears throat> kobolds appear to be armed with both spear and shield. And they seem to be guards of some sort. Their spear, well, let's see. It looks like I will give you something interesting. Uh, They appear to be red kobolds, and thus may have some form of fire resistance. Hmm. Okay. That is Azriel's turn. They're holding their action. All right. Next up. Hmm. One of the kobolds. Uh, and he 
goes in the cave. Pussy. <clears throat> Coslo, you're up. <laughs> Wait, how did the cobalt go before me? Uh, you both rolled an 11, but his dexterity is higher than yours, and that uh, that breaks the ties. 17. What? Oh, it said you rolled an 11. Cobalt rolled an 11. Cobalt rolled an 8. Oh. I rolled a 9. Cosmo oh, rolled a 17. That's so weird. Okay, let me fix your init. I apologize. I don't I mean, know. The result's going to be <clears throat> the same either way, so it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm not going to charge up there. Uh, no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix that. So I'll move you up, and then Tugum. I don't know why it's displaying like weird numbers. I'll have to check why that is. Uh, wow, Tugum, you rolled a one. Good job. Uh, wait, no, you yeah. rolled a seven. Uh, sorry. Da, da, da. Okay, this is good. Uh, I will retract that action. Boop. Uh, Coslo, you're up. Uh, was I able to get my uh, force ballista before initiative? Yes, or? I will. I will allow that. You can uh, drag and drop him onto the field. Oh right, he's in the companions thing now. Yeah. Blap. Yes. Use him. Use the powers I have programmed into him. Uh, I'm so I don't remember how what his range is. Uh, 120 for the force oh. baby. Uh, and oh. if, you, if you just bring it up, yeah. If you you can just bring it up and chat like that and take a look. Oh, I see. I see. And you can just jam the attack button; and it'll do everything for you. Oh god, I can't reach that far. <laughs> zoom out! Zoom out! 85 feet. Hmm. I can most certainly hit. Yeah, I need to check what the range on my other spells is. Too. Uh, Firebolt's 120. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you got 120 of this, you got 120 of that. I think I would have, I think Kozla would have readied his actions either way. Like, the plan was play the bagpipes and they run towards us. Okay. So rather than attack, I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold my action and my bonus action to fire both of those things if anyone comes in range. Okay. Uh, the kobold will do um, as I mentioned and run back into the cave. Tugum, you're up. Alrighty, I move my 30 feet. Little cause is cheering you on, Kozlo. Me. Perfect. Okay, let's go. Where are we going, Tugum? Sorry, my ruler thing wasn't working. Alright, can you get to there, right? Uh yeah, up to thirty. That's the 30. blue marker here will show you where you started your turn, so you can always double check. Okay. Alrighty, uh, how far is how far is he to me now? Uh, he is current. Uh, measure from yourself, so uh, he is fifty feet from you. All right. 
What's the range on my crossbow? Uh, up to 120 feet. <laughs> Everybody's uh, wait, 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 wait. everybody 120. You 120. Now this again. I'm gonna roll insight first. <laughs> we have learned, players. 26. What would you want to know? Um. Is he any vulnerabilities? Uh, no. You can ask something else. Uh, <clears throat> uh, an attack we haven't seen. Uh, let's see. Well, he hasn't attacked yet, so I will give you an ability. Or, an ability, sorry, yes, I meant. Kobold <clears throat> is frightened of her. If the kobold is frightened or paralyzed by something, it can repeat the save at the start of its turn. TLDR, kobolds are relatively hard to be frightened or paralyzed. So keep that in mind. They have the heart of a dragon. Keep right. that in mind you're, next time you're trying to scare a bartender. <laughs> I mean, next time I'm just going to beat the bartender's face in. I would <laughs> like to actually see the results of that combat. <laughs> I'm not convinced have you as seen? much as you are. That, that kobold is shaped like a fucking upside down triangle. I would not fuck with him. Well, you don't know anything about me then. Alright, I'm going to I'm going to try and attack with my crossbow which I will fail I always do Slam it 21 hits Alright, yeah, I'm going to use psychic blades on it I don't know where my psychic blades are I just saw them Hold on a second. The blades uh, And if you click on yourself I think they're under I got it, yeah, features. it's under features. Yeah, features. Uh, do I roll the damage on the crossbow first or the psychic blades first? Uh, usually crossbow first and then the psychic blades. All right, you do four piercing damage to the kobold. Okay, wow. All right, and you do eight psychic damage. Uh, the kobold lets out a yelp as you assault its mind. You get to always do that, or oh, it uses your bardic inspiration. Okay. It does, yeah. So it's yeah. like a limited use thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's still cool. Yeah. Uh, Tugum, does that end your round? Uh, that ends my round, yeah. Right. Next up, the kobold you just attacked with your psychic blades. Hmm. It's very mid. Ha ha He hefts his spear. As the GM double checks. Uh, this also triggers Azrael's uh, held action because he's been hit and he's in range. Oh, okay, Azrael. Uh, what? Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's it's fine. It's just hold the dead. So, uh, DC 15 wisdom saving throw. Oh lord! All right, we are gonna save. Uh, wisdom. Uh, succeeds. And I think he's fine. I don't think hmm. he takes any damage. Nope. Yeah, it looks like it's save or suck. Yep. I mean, it's a cantrip. That's what happens. All right. Carry on. Murder Tugum. <laughs> Does that trigger Kozlo's also? Is he in line of sight? Uh, let's see. Is he in line of sight of you? Yes, he is. Oh, actually, he is. You, uh, your dark vision is 60. Well, I thought we said it was light in here, oh. right? I'm stupid. Yes, you can see him. 
Sorry, you can take your. I mean, your, I could you see can him before. I was just waiting for anything that came around like the corner, and he's like, kind of. Yeah, if you want to use your held action, you absolutely can. I don't know what else I'm going to hold it for. Yeah, blast him. This is more or less how the plan was supposed to go. More or less. Except that one of us missed the memo about letting them come to us and ran out into the middle. But whatever, it's fine. (laughs) Fine. Okay. So I'm going to start with the Eldritch Cannon because this new thing is fun. And it will force... He would have ran away if I didn't make him mad by hitting him in the face. You might be correct. <laughs> As a, 19 a hits. gambler bard, you never tell me the odds. <laughs> uh, for seven force damage, uh, do you push him back? Uh, I would not push him back. Okay. And then... That was your cannon's blast, and what are you doing with your round? I will fire a bolt grenade. I don't know if this is going to take into account the um, arcane firearm or the uh, the plus one rod. Uh, it will not, so we will have to consider that with uh, a, a plus two in mind. Uh, <laughs> ten's not going to get there, my friend. All right. The rod, it's got some kinks to work out. God damn it! So, okay. I will also insight check. I have one other thing to do. Okay. Uh, the nine's not gonna do it either, pal. All right. <laughs> I'm just gonna ask him then what my insight check was going to be. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, do you know a bartender named Kaz? How the fuck is Kaz? Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, is that uh, finish up your held action? Yeah, that's it. All right. Um, the, the kobold is going to throw a spear at Tugum. Oh, let me double check the range on that. Uh, twenty sixty. Yeah, we got there. Okay. So it's disadvantage for long range? Is that how that works? Uh, he's not over 60. Well, 20 is, tw- 20 is normal, 20... 60, over 60 is long range. No, over 20 is long range, I think. 20 is normal range, 60 is long range. Uh, oh, sorry, 60 is his max long range. Like, it can't go beyond 60, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was past 60, it's disadvantage. Hold on. It's Hold on. It should be past the first one is disadvantage. Past the second one, you can't reach, I think. I don't think that's how that works. Hang on. Because uh, what would the max range be then? You make range? Okay. Range. Uh, uh. The smaller number is the normal range. The larger number is the long range. Your attack rolls is disadvantage when your target is beyond normal range, and you can't attack a target beyond long range. Okay, so it is disadvantage. That's why, like, longbows are ridiculous. Yeah, longbows are dumb. All right. Disadvantage. Tugum, does a 13 hit your armor class? Uh, I am a 13 armor class. All right. Got him. Got him. Does that mean it hits or does that mean it doesn't hit? It hits, yep. Okay. So it would have to be a 12 for it to not hit me? That's good. Okay. Yeah, you're uh, always trying to hit the number or above, basically. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. 
Uh, Tugum, you take six piercing damage from the spear. The kobold ready, uh, readies its shield in front of him, attempting to take a bit of cover. Azrael, you're up. Uh, he's still within range, so Azrael is just going to toll the dead again. Because why not? Why are all these dead being told? Uh, wisdom save? Yep. Alright, making the wisdom... Uh, 16. Jeez, Christina, I... this is why we can't have nice things <laughs> as casters. Wee! Wee! Oh my god. Listen, sometimes you roll a cracked out kobold who on every save rolls a 15 or higher. Also all of the rest of the time. Hey! Oh my god. We're only seven episodes into Kamos, man. Can't be talking like that. You're too, you're too young to be so you bitter. On everything, though. Listen, we're like 50 I... episodes into Ascendant. Everybody's like, the GM's roll hacking. I'm like, I'm not hacking. It would be fine if we didn't have a group, a party of all heal or all casters who never get to actually land spells, Christina. <laughs> uh, let's get his Wait. hit point bar. Also, right. I can't comment on how long it's taken the other group to realize that you have roll hacks. <laughs> Well, you're just fucking clever. It legitimately did not take very long. Like, <laughs> about the same time, we've just been complaining about it for a lot longer. Oh, my God. All right, that's Azriel's turn. All right, Kozlo, you're up. What does the power of the Eldritch Cannon bring us today? So he's going <laughs> to shout again, like... Yeah, Kaz! You know, he's like, big arms, really small legs, runs a bar, not ringing any bells. I told you I don't know who the fuck Kaz is! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Uh, okay! Oh, maybe he wants to come and be a bartender too, though, like Kaz. Nah, fuck this guy! <laughs> <laughs> shut up! Yep! If we just hire all of our enemies, like, eventually... <laughs> just, like, just hire everybody. You guys have no fucking money! You're just hiring uh, on like you know, Lita did. Lita just said that they were. That she was going to take care of like, you have paying fucking for the bar. ghost coins right now. You have like. Okay, so we kill this guy, and then he goes to work for us in the other <laughs> bar. <laughs> That's how you get him. Fucking got him. Uh, I assume that I did not got him. Uh, a five. I would have to say <laughs> does not hit, my friend. <laughs> Your ballista only has a plus two to hit. Uh, it should be. I mean, not that that's probably going to matter with that low roll, but it's still. Plus your proficiency mod. Your proficiency mod is through... Hold on, I'm looking at your prof mod. Uh, is It should be at a plus six. I don't know why it rolled out a plus two. Uh, so add... I'm, I'm going to add four to that. Uh, and nine, however, still misses. Damn, so close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to check a firebolt. Oh God, here we go again. There you yeah, go. we cr we've got a fucking crit, boys. Is a twenty-seven. What hit? is this? We. <laughs> this is does like it, your first. Yes, a twenty-seven. Is a twenty-seven hit. <laughs> you guys keep critting your insight checks, and I was wondering when you were going to start critting your attacks. So. Well, sorry, we don't have DM rules. Forgive Ooh. us. Okay, so nine plus five for the other thing, the arcane. What's it? 
firearm. All right. You, so 14 damage. You blast it for 14 damage. Uh, you, you do double your firebolt damage too, though, or all your dice get doubled because it's a crit. Oh, right. It's a crit. So you actually do, you double both of those, right? Because they're both um, dice. Oh, I'm going to have maybe, to do some Maybe math. not the firearm. The firearm might say, the, the firearm says add 1d8 to one of the damage rolls. So I don't know if that counts for. It's, it's still dice. It works kind of like smite, I would assume. Yeah, 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 I would say it works like smite. Okay. Well, then I did uh, 28 damage. Jesus. But it is fire damage, yeah. Okay. But at least the, yeah, yeah, it'll all be fire damage. It's all fire damage? Okay, so how much yeah. total? 28 fire damage. All right, so this will be 14. Ah. Ow! I'm fire! I am the heart of a dragon! Ah! Uh, Seriously, he... though, you don't know I'm kind of a pain in the ass? Shut Always up! Always asking for money? Shut up! Because um, does that end your round? I guess I should incite also. Um, what would you any like to other, know? Any other traits that are relevant about these or this kobold? Uh, these kobolds tend to work better together and have something called pack tactics. And if their friends are nearby, they have advantage on their attack rolls. Wow, so his friend double fucked him by running <laughs> off. A little bit, yeah. That's the rules. You roll highest on initiative, you get to be the one who runs in for backup. Is <laughs> <laughs> that end your round? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, the kobold that went in the cave is doing things in the cave. Tugum, you're up. So the character sheet changed, and oh no, never mind. I just found the as I asked that. You can also use your um, combat utility belt, which will bring up your stuff a little bit faster. You can just click on your token to bring up that little something. I was trying to figure out what my bonus. I, I knew I had a bonus action. I was trying to figure out what it was. Yeah. Which, so which which spell was the bonus action? Let's see. But now it's showing nothing, so I don't know. Oh, you well, if you click on your character, double click on your character, and then on the tabs it says like attributes, inventory. If you click on your spell book, it brings yeah. up your spells. And then you're looking for one that's uh, like a, can a cantrip or a bonus action. Yeah, because I can only, I can't cantrip and attack, right? Uh, well, a, a cantrip is just it doesn't take a spell slot, but all of your spells it looks like um, the usage is on the very right. So, like, your Vicious Mockery takes an action. Uh, minor Illusion oh, okay. is an action. So, gotcha. uh, you don't have okay. any bonus action spells. Okay. Alrighty. Well, then I'm going to... I don't have much HP left. Alright. I'm going with the crossbow. I'm getting this guy's grill. Alright. Let's see it. Nope. Seven misses glancing off the shield. Well, I'm going to back up 30 feet, 5, 10, 15, 20, I'm just going to go right here. I'm going next to Azrael. And, uh, Azrael, all you, buddy, I'm out of here. <laughs> Tugum, does that end your round? Yes. All right. The kobold. Double moves around the corner. Azrael, you're up. Oh boy. Let's see. Five. Ten. Oh, hello. 
Let's try this again. What are you doing? What is this? Oh, the bills! Good. The bills! No! Ah! Well, that's better. Help! Oh, shit! Oh, my God! We high-rolled that one. Uh, Make up for it. Okay, you're told the dead does 2d12, which you high-rolled for 24. Uh, this kills the kobold. What do you do? Like, Azrael keeps holding their shield aloft to try and, like, manifesting whatever their holy symbol is. Uh, this time, we kind of come around the corners, like, this is not, what is wrong? Like, shaking the shield, banging a little bit, it just, like, illuminates, and this dark energy emerges and just consumes the kobold. Ah, oh. oh, there it went. Ah. It was working the whole time. The bells. And the kobold falls over onto the ground, clutching his head. The brief combat with the kobold, apparently, is over. And... Why don't you just do that all the time? <laughs> like, I, I was trying. Um, it just got stuck a little bit. It took a little bit to, you know, get out. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Honestly, me either. I don't know what I'm supposed to mean. <laughs> Uh, um, the, so. the kobold um, lies on the ground, dead, from your toll the dead. However, the second kobold has escaped into the depths of the cave. Most assuredly, alerting everyone inside. And you'll have to see what the repercussions of that are going to be uh, next session on Monday. I'm excited for, once again, we start a dungeon crawl by announcing our presence to <laughs> literally everything in the dungeon <laughs> with bagpipes. It's, uh, oh. you know, it hasn't, it hasn't succeeded yet, so we may as well keep trying. I honestly considered taking stealth as one of my tag skills, and I'm very <laughs> glad I didn't. Yeah, I'm not feeling so bad about being the, like, a heavy armored character that has zero decks, so... I don't know. Okay, Drew knows me probably <laughs> the best besides Christina, obviously. And I don't know if they told you anything about me. But uh, one of the first questions I asked Christina when I, if I could play, like, if she could, like, teach me, like, show me how to play Dungeons and Dragons and everything, was I knew, like, the whole, like, lawful good, neutral good, chaotic thing. And yeah. I, like, I want chaotic. Yeah. Neutral. Like, that's what I want. I just want <laughs> chaos across the board. And that's, like, I guess that's not really a thing in this version or whatever. But. I'm like, I'm embracing it, right? I'm just like, fuck around and find out. It's been my whole mentality. Uh, and I will continue <laughs> to do that because, yes. But yeah, I'm sorry if she did not tell you that ahead of time. <laughs> That's on her, not on me. I, I have no complaints. It's made Ew. for some very entertaining roleplay. Yeah. I mean, Wait. being being a force of chaos is fun because you don't know what to expect. And I, I think that's... You know, that, that's fun in roleplay because you don't want to, you know, expect everybody's every move, you know? So sometimes, yeah, you you slam the fart in the canyon and everybody hears you. I, I thought of, I did have a moment where I thought about changing it up only because we're now down a person and he was like our melee fighter. 
And I didn't know if Christina was going to adjust anything based on that. So I was like, mm, maybe. But then I was like, yeah, nah, fun. I, I'm super excited for Tugum to fuck around, find out, get killed, because that's going to happen. And we just have, you know, the new wild mage joins the fucking party and just goes <laughs> double down on the chaos uh, mm. with random shit happening every time you cast a spell. So, like, I'm looking forward to this endless revolving door of chaos fucking incarnate. Uh, yes. also, like... Drew, may I ask how far, how far did you make it before you died on your first character? Like, in D&D ever? Oh, well, yeah. Or... Oh, God, I don't know. Oh, I've, I've usually it's usually low level characters that I tend to have have die um, at least for campaigns that I've been in because they don't tend to run super like long uh, <laughs> if somebody dies it's usually at like four or five like this level because it's you, you either like kind of start to get overconfident or um, like you, you don't utilize your character fully like, I'm not saying it's all, like, all the player's fault, but it, it's usually a combination of, like, inexperience and, um... And your you know, DM just, just rolling bangers Yeah, and it can be just RNG, you know, but, um, yeah, one death, at least Asriel's, was more or less plot-related. Um, you know, the next one may not be as, um, safe. You Sometimes... say that, but in my heart, I felt like you clapped Asriel so hard and you're like, this was my backup plan for their first death. <laughs> I was just expecting not to use it until later on. Sometimes, you know, sometimes your fighter tries to do a sneak attack, fails miserably, and then your tank gets crit to the face with a giant axe. Sometimes that's just how it goes. Yeah, sometimes that's how the die, the die roll. Um, so, I mean, there is danger, and, you know, a, an entire cave of kobolds can definitely overpower a party and kill people. So, now that everybody knows that you're coming, you may want to adjust your tactics accordingly. But, you know, I, I will kill you. If you just go in there, I, I will kill you. But it's not my goal to kill you. It's my goal for you guys to have fun and make you feel like you deserved it if you die. You'd be All like, I yeah, I could have made better decisions. If you go into that and it's like, man, the DM just fucked me. Like, why does she hate me? Uh, like, that's not what I want. It is at this point. It's impossible for this group to die and not have deserved it. <laughs> All right, gloves off. Gloves off. Wargong out. Maybe they'll be intimidated by the Wargong. I mean, it's like Kozlo said. Green fingers can live to be centuries old. They just don't. Yeah. Yes, death can come quickly, and you guys can uh, potentially roll new characters, or you become ghosts in service to uh, Umbrellas. Or you become feral ghosts and have to be put down later. Uh, all of these things can happen. Tugum the raid boss? Potentially. Oh my god. Okay, now I want Tugum to die, become a <laughs> feral ghost, so that the rest of us can, like, gang up and have to kill him. <laughs> That's uh, low-key low assuming that the rest of us don't kill him the first time to make him into a raid boss. <laughs> So we can do it twice. Raid boss Tugan plays the bagpipe so loudly you're not able to communicate with your team. It's just sonic damage. Like everybody's yes. everybody's silence, can't talk to each other, can't cast spells with somatic components. I'm already thinking I'm already my brain is already moving on this idea. I'm about ready for you two to like strap Tugum to the Eldritch Cannon and just throw him into the kobold pit. 
I, I wasn't kidding. Like, Azrael very specifically did not pick Tugum up when, when he was asleep on the side of the freezing mountain. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, we'll see how this fucking clown fest is going to resolve next week. Uh, thank you, thank you guys. guys for joining. Uh, I, I wish everybody a good night, and I'll see you guys on Discord. Uh, tomorrow's my last day at work for 12 days because I'm on vacation, so I'm down. Poggers? Also, I might be having people over on Saturday, Christina, if you guys aren't doing it. Oh, oh I'm, I'm waggling eyebrows. Uh, yes, let us talk. Okay. All right. I'll see you guys Bye. later. See you guys. Bye. All right, that is it for Arctis today. Thank you guys for joining me. Hey, chat, how you guys doing? It's hard for me to chat uh, when I'm in the middle of DMing, but I see it, and I thank you for hanging out. Uh, Agorin? Cat attack? Yeah, yeah, Tabby was on here earlier. He tries to get, like, between my monitors and the table. Uh, very chonky. Zen Damon, thank you for the sub. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you guys for <clears throat> hanging out, subbing, talking. I'm glad you guys like the campaign. Uh, this is the second campaign we run. We have the Monday one and the Wednesday one. Uh, this is the kind of chaotic group. The other one's the kind of good group. Uh, so if you can join us for any of those, feel free. Otherwise, <clears throat> we've got VODs on YouTube. Thank you guys so much. We love to talk d and I love D&D. It's fun. Thanks for joining Check out the VODs, check out the Twitter, but otherwise, have a great night. Thanks for watching.